Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast ever in history, episode 945. I'm That's a lot of numbers. It's so many numbers. I'm Joe Negron, along Wait. with Hamna Mahama. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Oh, super tired of watching so much wrestling right now, <laughs> but then I'll be fine tomorrow because there'll be nothing on, and then... Good. Then it's ran- well, there's then more it's, wrestling. But so. then it's dynamite, so then it's like it keeps going. And I lied because there's the G1. So never mind. There's not no wrestling today. I'm just Always more. So full of it. Yep. <sighs> so much wrestling. We like the G1, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about it today a little bit. Say a few words. A few things. We have words for that. Oh, my God. And we have words for that. And there's so much news, too. We watched oh, so many everywhere. wrestlings. We watched so many wrestlings this past weekend. We did how many episodes of more? Like four? Four. This weekend? Four more. Four yeah. more mores we did this past weekend. So if you want to hear about the G1, we covered it. You want to hear about the other G1? Night two, we covered it. But we have two surprises for you if you haven't seen yet. Because if you want to hear about um, Slammiversary, the 21st anniversary show of Impact. Uh, if you want to hear about that, we reviewed that show and it was not bad. So you should uh, go listen to that review. And then right. also we watched Triple Mania and Oof. I refused to comment on. Oh, you already did. Oh, man. <laughs> it was worth watching if you like to make fun of things. <laughs> so... So listen to those reviews on more. Yes. If you have them, a, if your yeah. life is full of chaos, that's a show for you. Yep. And I don't mean the faction. I mean no. just general chaos. No. And so, yeah, what you do is you go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and you go get it. Right. Wait, can I give one teaser for, for yeah. uh, triple mania? Yes. All right. You, you, this night, you might not know this. Okay. But. Rey Mysterio is on that show. Rey Mysterio is on that show, and it's weird, and you'll see if you just listen to the review or you yeah. watch it. But yeah, all the oh, we 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 just went crazy on Saturday. Just did so yeah, many shows. But anyway, um, so yeah, so go get all that stuff. Patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. Become a patron. Why would you not want to do that? That's it. It's real easy to do. Well, Look, it's so simple. I'm going to go right now. To Click on the Triple W Patreon. Yeah. Dot com slash smart wrestling fan. Boom. There I am right now. Don't click this button and say, oh, look, I have so many choices here. I can click one button to become a patron at this level. Uh, I can click a button to be a patron at a better level. So what are these levels, Joe? Explain these levels to me. Oh, well, if you just do the minimum of $5 a month, you get all the extra stuff we do. I mean, everything that's on Smart Wrestling Fan Extra, you get. But then if you do $10 a month, you get everything at the time machine level, which includes every show we do. So oh. if you if we do a new show, it's definitely going to... You're definitely getting it. If we do yeah. a retro, you're going to get it. If we do... It, when we do this show, uh, if you want to listen to it right away, you'll get it right away. You could wait and get it for free. But if you want it sooner, 
then you got to get this smart wrestling fan on Patreon. You just got to do it. And then there's levels above that to get crate baskets. You get physical stuff sent to your house. So just there's all check it out on the Patreon page. Right. And um, that's all I'm going to say. But and we, it's not a huge like financial investment. I mean, five dollars. Five dollars a month is nothing. Can nothing. About five dollars a month just going through couch cushions and. Easily. Like the ground outside. So Probably. easily, it's not even funny. So we appreciate <laughs> cans all cans you need to recycle. Do that. Throw those in there. Go take the Send bottles your cans to the to Joe. He'll take that as currency. I don't want that. No, no. Send it to Joe Negron no. at 123 Foot Street. No, I don't want that. Uh, California. Don't send it. Uh, 90210. But if you, do, to him. if you do want to send me stuff, I will take uh, video games at this point in currency. So okay. send them. Send them me video games. I would like them. Yeah. I like those. And Lego, if you want. But video games are the best. All right. We got to get to the news because if we don't, we're okay. never going to get started. And there's so much to talk about. Okay. Yes. Um, What feels like a week ago, because there's so much news this week, uh, Mantar died. Aww. Mike Halleck, Halleck uh, died at age 55. Died in his sleep. He had really bad health problems. He, poor guy. But Mantar... Yeah. Unfortunately, mocked for that gimmick. Um, yeah, what could have been if he hadn't got saddled with that weird gimmick of his? I know. Sure. What but, might have happened? Um, Probably good things. Paul Heyman could have taken him to good things, but once you're Mantar, it's too late. People right. only remember Mantar. So that's sad. Um, I don't yeah. have many details on it, but I do know. I do know that WWE sure didn't do a, you know do an in memorial in memory of thing for him. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty great. classless, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a three hour show. You couldn't have put five seconds of just a thing nope. on there. That's none wow. of the shows had that. So that's jerky. Wow. Uh, Bailey got injured at a house show. So she was in a match and uh, tripped right over Oscar and hurt her already injured and surgically repaired knee. So oh, I don't know if she's going to miss time. I don't know if she's going to need surgery. She might be perfectly fine, but they sure did have to get her out of the match real quick. So That's never a good sign when they stop the match or throw the X up and all that stuff. Yeah, they threw the X up. The match finished, though, because it was for the title, for the Oscars title, and she still had to retain it. But the point is, they threw the X up, so that sucks. Poor Bailey. Yeah. Injured again. Again. You want more injury news? No. Oh God! Okay, so we watched Triple Mania, and I will tell people what happened after it. And you can wa- you can find this clip online. Just Google it. Um, they had a press conference after Triple Mania, and guess what happened? CM Punk showed up, and no, that would be that would be bad. No, um, they did an angle where Kenny Omega was doing a little interview, and Don Callis showed up because he was there earlier in the night. Right. And he shows up and he starts yelling and yelling at Kenny. And then that's a distraction so that Takeshita can attack Kenny. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody there thought that Don wasn't supposed to be there and didn't understand what he was saying. And he was yelling at the wrestlers and they put him in not like a headlock, but they did like a takedown on him. Oh, no. And it ended up ripping his his shirt and jacket and he was like what the f is this and yeah so he got taken down 
<laughs> does he have a symmetrical gash on the other side of his he head? probably does i don't think he got injured like that but they did like wrench his neck and take him to the ground said that's not good <laughs> no. and i want to say they punched him in the side of the head too oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's not good <laughs> yeah the guy didn't understand what was going on and he was like oh this man isn't supposed to be here that, yeah, I'm I'm laughing because when we covered the show, I think I said something to the the, the the point of if I were a wrestler, I would never do a triple A show because it just looks dangerous. Yes. Uh-huh. And it is. And it is. And this wasn't like some rabid fan. This was just some guy that was there. <laughs> some guy who didn't get clued in. So he just thought he would take he care like, of this. I'm going to save you, Kenny. Fan interference. And Don Callis gets taken down. It's so, wow, poor guy. Poor Don. First, I mean, how sucky is this that the two things that happen to him are, one, Moxley takes him down and he's supposed to just fall over and he hits a light and scratches his head and has a scar for life. And then two, he goes to Triple Mania and gets attacked. Oh, that's awful. Don will probably roll this into the story. Like Kenny had one of his. Oh, of course he will. Waiting for him. Yeah. Of course he will. Yeah, yeah. But wow, that sucked. Yeah, and you, watched a, the, you said there's footage of that. If we there is. Oh, I watched it. I watched oh, the okay, footage. Good. There's there's two slightly different angles. Um, but yeah, I saw and uh, yikes. Fantastic. So good. You can watch that. Good. More injuries. Oh, no. It doesn't end. Mark Briscoe injured knee. Probably need surgery, which means no Mark Briscoe versus Samoa Joe this Friday on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view that probably nobody knows about. Right. Um, That means he'll be out for the rest of the year then. uh, If it's ACL surgery, yeah, he will. Oh, boy. Wow. But we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, it sucks. And um, he was supposed to go for the, what's it called? Not the world title, the TV title, I guess. TV, yeah. Was that it? No, he was supposed to. He wasn't supposed to go against Samoa Joe. Wasn't he supposed to go against Claudio? Like for the real title? Oh. I don't even know because I don't watch Ring of Honor. I just <laughs> see them like send out the social media things. So yeah, yeah. I think he was supposed to go against Claudio. Oh man, I don't know. Whoever it was, he was supposed to go against. That's not happening. So yeah, right now we that's... have a pay per view on Friday with like almost no matches booked. Death before dishonor. Yeah, it was against Claudio. It was supposed to be world title. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oof. Yikes. Damn. Well, that sucks. Okay. Want more bad news? No. If you watch SmackDown, we'll talk about it in the review. There's a spot where Ridge Holland oh, just no. pounces right into Elton Prince in the in the Brawling Brutes Pretty Deadly match. Elton goes flying on his shoulder. Yeah, dislocated shoulder. He's out. This guy, Ridge so, Holland. Man. So Ridge, now listen, Ridge is the guy, if you remember, that broke Biggie's neck. He felt so bad. This pounce made Ridge close his Twitter because everyone was attacking him. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, is it bad luck or is it just a, a klutz? I think this one was just bad luck. Okay. The other one was, you know, maybe pop your hips a little better. Maybe Biggie could have talked a little yeah. better. Maybe don't do that move on the floor. But you yeah, know, if I'm Biggie and Ridge, I'm not doing that move on the floor. This is just a pounce. I mean, people get thrown on their shoulder with gut wrenches and 
with yeah. buckle uh, bones. Beals, with with everything. They get thrown on the shoulder all the time. Yeah. It's just it sucks. So no more injuries, okay, guys? Really? This is not a good week. No. No, not at all. And we haven't even heard about Aaron Hanara yet. Is he fine or is he dead? Kevin Kelly says he's fine. He talked about okay. it today and said he's fine. Um, if you listen to our G1 review, yes, Hanara got dropped right on his head and he didn't move for quite a while. And that was out of right. precaution, I think, not out of he couldn't move. Um, but still, scary stuff. Right. Yeah, scary stuff. Excuse me. But Kevin says he's going to be ready by his next match. So. Okay. Well, that's okay. Tonight, so, yeah, we'll see. Last night. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Yes, tonight. Wow. More Please news. say that's the end of all the injuries. It's the end of the injuries, but I don't know if there's you call this stuff good news or bad news. I found out about All In and All Out because remember we were like, okay, okay All Out's a pay per view, but All In is going to be the week before. That's the Wembley right. Stadium show, and will we have to pay for it, or is it one of those things where they're going to find TV time for it? They're both pay-per-views. Oh, my goodness. They're doing two pay-per-views in two weeks? Yes. There's no, no. way they can charge 100 bucks for this. Right. I was they just can't. Say, is this one a full pricer? Or they got to do like a $69. They got to do like a $69 combo package. But even okay. that, even that is too much, I think. Not to yeah. say it's not going to be the, the, of that quality. It's how can we as wrestling fans afford this? And then I think back to when I used to have to buy WWF and WCW and then TNA pay-per-views and how much money that ended up costing me. Did I ever tell you the story about that? No. Okay, so this was when I was in Pennsylvania. It was sometime, I'm sure I said this, I must have said this on the show a long time ago, but um, I was ordering every every WWF pay-per-view or every WWE at that point in time. So every WWE pay-per-view, every impact pay-per-view. Well, that gets to be a lot of money after a while, but I ordered it, pay my cable bill. That's fine. Then order the next one, pay my cable bill. There was a glitch in the system where they, I guess didn't somehow charge me for the pay-per-views for almost a year. And then I got a bill. For like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? What happened here? What did I do? So I called them and they're like, looks like you ordered this show and this show. And I was like, yeah, I did. But I, I paid the bill every month. Well, it looks like there was a glitch and we didn't actually bill you for them um, until now. And I was like, well, that's not really nice or fair, is it? I said, I'm not doubting or disputing the fact that I ordered those pay-per-views. I am telling you that I can't afford to pay for all those at once like that. That's ridiculous. And they're like, well, yeah. we're going to have to shut your cable off then if you don't pay it by <laughs> next month. And I was like, that is not happening. <laughs> and so I asked for a supervisor. Or I talked to a supervisor. And then you know what I basically said? What's that? I said... I'm going to call the local morning call newspaper and Uh I'm going to see if they want to run a really interesting story about how a bill was sprung on a person with a year's worth of charges that it was the cable company's fault. 
and that they were going to shut off my cable, which includes my internet, which means I can't make a living. Yeah. I said, they're going to find that really interesting. The supervisor tells me to hold on, comes back. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> and says, you can pay this off as, 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 as much as you can afford per month. And I said, what if I can only afford a dollar per month? He said, then pay a dollar per month. The next month in the cable bill, it was regular price and it said written off. Ah, uh, so they never charged you for it no, after all. They just no. good. That's what they should have done to begin with. Correct. Yeah. But yeah. it sucks because wow. I anyway. You had to go through hoops to get that to happen. I had, had to, to do it. But anyway, that's that gotcha. story. I'm sure I told before, but yeah. So I don't, do you want to pay for all in and all out in a, in a week's time? Because I don't. No. But listen. You better uh, give me a deal. <laughs> and is it true or is it not true that Warner wants them to do a pay-per-view every month now? Yes, it is absolutely true. Now there's no word on when that will happen or, you know, nothing's official. So I didn't really want to talk about that. But you're right. We should say about that. Yes, Warner wants them to do one every single month. So <laughs> at $50 or... Do you want to put those on like HBO Max or Max as it's called now or something? If you want to do that, then that's fine. But they that's not the story. They want to do $50 a month for Oof. these pay-per-views. Yeah. Oh, Patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. $5 so a month. Five. So Joe can, can $5 a month is all you need to pay instead of $50 a month so that I can even afford to pay $50 a month. Yeah. For these things. You have to move back into the chicken coop. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's that. So I don't know what else to say. I it's I, If they give me a, a bargain price. Right, yeah. Just be reasonable with us Then here. that's fine. $50 and then another $50 a week later, that's not reasonable. I mean, no. what are you doing to your fans? It's too much. What are you telling your fans when you, when you do that? Yeah. You're saying, we are real rich and you're not, but we don't care. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, we'll see. We'll see what they announce. Tony's got to come up with something there. But yeah. WWE meet, might hire Nick Aldis. Okay. So we watched him lose at Slammiversary. Right. And then they taped Impact and he lost again. <laughs> so uh. that's it for him. Because I swore when that happened, it was like, oh, he's just going to win on the, like on Impact. And then he lost on Impact, not even in a title match. So... WWE wants him, but they want him as a producer. They don't want him as a wrestler. Oh, well, I, guess I don't know if he's ready he to, to do then. I, yeah, that's the thing. Is he going to get paid enough for that? I don't know. So we'll see. And then if you know, the other part about Slammiversary is that Eric Young showed up to be in Team yeah. Canada after Impact killed off his character. Well, he opened up about why he left WWE because he got rehired around WrestleMania time. And then when Vince McMahon came back or what, right before WrestleMania, whatever it was, but when Vince McMahon came back and they announced the Endeavor merger thing, um, Eric Young said, I, I can't work for Vince McMahon. I, that was like <laughs> that. I wanted to come back and triple H. Thank you. But I, I thought he wouldn't be here and now he's back. He had retired so Eric Young has principles, so good for him. Yeah, good for there him. There you go. And I guess good on Triple H for giving him the release. Yeah. Yeah. 
Probably he's like, yeah, I understand. I'm his son-in-law. I don't like working with him either. That's probably <laughs> but true. I kind of have to. That's probably true. Ray Fenix <laughs> vacates the AAA cruiserweight title and the AAA Latin America title. He had two titles from AAA that he never did anything with. Yeah. And he doesn't have time to keep going to Mexico. So he just said, I, okay, I'll just give them up. So, yeah. yikes. Pentagon Jr. was at Triple Mania, but Phoenix was not. So I guess he's too busy. He is. And he just, you know, it's a different situation for him. <laughs> he probably didn't want to get injured. So he probably didn't want. <laughs> everybody, everybody gets injured. Yeah. Um, and then finally, weird news here, but. If you don't know that AEW contract for Brian Pillman Jr. expired and they did, Tony TK didn't decide to renew it. So Brian Pillman Jr. is a free agent. Uh, he's already been at the Performance Center training. So I don't know what that means. Is that a one off? Does WWE really want him? Think about if WWE hired him, they would just like bury the fact that he's Brian Pillman's kid, they would just change his name. He'd be like, yeah. he'd be Bruce McGurk. Right. And it's like, why did you hire him then? Say, if Bruce McGurk. He'd be, he'd be Son Ronson or something like that. He could be that. I don't know. What's well, think about it. He, Brian Pillman Jr. Is he, is, is there really anything marketable about him? We saw him in AEW and he didn't really ever if they would have written much. something for him, it would have been fine. They never re- wrote anything for him except a little bit of stuff where MJF made fun of his drugged out family and stuff. That's yeah. it. So. And he had this sort of like varsity gimmick. That was nothing. Yeah. They killed that so fast. Whatever happened to know. Jungle Man? Griff Garrison. Where's he? Right. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's your news, though. That's, a, that's, that's okay. already enough. That's plenty. That's a lot of news and none of it was good. Not really, no. Send that news back and go get me different news. Okay, I will. Let's talk about Dynamite. How about that? Well, you know what? Before we talk about Dynamite, let's talk about what the F, (laughs) what the frick. Uh, Larry claimed he was coming back this week. Uh Uh-oh. Why did he lie? Well, look, I can explain this really easily if you want. Okay. We already know he has a hard time telling time, right? Oh, because a quarter hour is 25 minutes and that thing. You think he can work a calendar? I, I don't know. No, I think he just thought the week starts on Wednesday and ends on Tuesday. So he probably thought next week is the week. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't Look, know. Everybody knew. You knew. Amy knew. Deep down, Larry knew. Yes. So uh, Next week. Maybe next week. No, nope, we, we have an email. Oh, no. And it's from, it says, attention, Smart Wrestling Fan Incorporated, Joe Negron and others, from Moon and Sun, and the sun is spelled S-O-N, legal lawyers <laughs> at law and attorneys at law, 6969 Legal Building Law Road, Judgesville, that can't be right, Iowa, 00069. That's, this doesn't sound real. Dear Podcast. We represent smart wrestling fan talent, Mr. Mutant Larry. Please advise this email reading is being recorded for quality's sake. This is suspicious. Mr. Joseph Reginald Negron. That's not even my name. Herefore referred to as the party of the first part. 
was part of a verbal agreement for the return this week, herefore referred to as a period of seven days, of podcasting star Mr. Meat and Larry, herefore referred to as the party with the sexy parts? No. <laughs> as the quality of this show... Of the As the quality of this week's show will indicate, Mr. Mutant has not returned, and this communication will explain why. Mr. Mutant has refrained from commenting on the unfortunate happenings that cause his respite from said podcast, but now he feels no option but to make his position plain. As for the events of May 23rd, 22023, that's not even a year, as the podcast concluded, a scuffle between the two puppies present in the studio, herefore referred to as Dog A and Canine A, erupted. During the Donnybrook, Mr. Meat and Larry show, come on, showing bravery, equaled only by his looks and podcasting talent, injected himself and removed the canine from oh, the conflict Christ. and handed it to Executive Moonbeam, herefore referred to the party of the party pooper. At which time she bit Mr. Mutant Larry on the arm. We do agree that it was possibly the dog who bit said hero, but we doubt it. Afterward, Mr. Mutant Larry needed to take time off to heal and was promised the following before his return. A. The end of smart wrestling fan on-air dog fights. Unless the rights to all online betting are given to Mr. Mutant Larry Incorporated per perpetually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Perpetuality. Oh, my God. B, the removal of all other on-air talent, herefore referred to as the parties of the B-list, to a separate <laughs> and not equal shows. Wow. <laughs> C, a media scrum after each show. While unaware of exactly what a scrum is, Mr. Mutant Larry wishes at least one if not an entire six-pack of scrum after each podcast show recording, also with the promise of a large scrum instead of a medium one in the future. Should these previously agreed-upon terms be present next week, our client will feel safe to return to said show, which was written, not said, as Smart Wrestling Fan next week. We hope this avoids any further collisions in the future. Mm. Moon and Sun's real lawyer at... Law attorneys, legit. Right. Hmm. Wow. Legit. Well, I can tell you none of that's going to happen. Where's the part about him getting his friend hired on, uh, getting yeah. a job there too? Where's that part? Well, I'm his friend, so I don't know who he would get hired. Yeah, the the guy who bites people. I don't know, but I know this. Those things aren't happening. So. He also said injecting himself. That was... see. There's a cat here. Are you going to have a problem with the cat too? Mr. Mutant's real lawyers at law attorneys. <laughs> oh my God. Legit. Well, this sounded like a real email for sure. And yeah. um, I don't know what else to say about it right now, but we'll, we'll get back to you and we have to move on because right. we have to talk about dynamite. Okay. Let's talk about dynamite. But I guess since while we're on this topic of Larry, uh, can I just comment on that birthday song from last week? Uh, well, it's they might be giants, so you would love it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was great, and I, I just wish someone would sing to me the way that Larry sings to you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's all. I, I, 
That's, Dynamite. That, that laugh is all I can come up with for you. Yes. July 12th from the Saskatel Center, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Saskanada. None of that can be real. That's all real. All those things. Somehow Saskatel Center is real. It's Centre, by the way. Centre. Oh, because it's Canadian. Yes. Yes. They, they have problems with vowels. They yeah. can't. They have to have vowels at the ends of words. Otherwise, yeah. it's just they can't uh-huh. operate. Now, tonight on uh, this Dynamite show, we're going to have Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and Taz on commentary there. And uh, we begin with our first match. It's Chris Jericho versus Commander. Hmm. And Commander has Alex Abrahantes with him. It's kind of weird looking. He's doing his hype up stuff, but it's yeah. for Commander. Strange. Now we're going to find out, is Jericho reshifting his career starting tonight because he's here without the Appreciation Society? Right. Uh, we'll see. Commander does all of his flippy moves, and he botches half of them. Oh, I felt um, so bad. He he, yeah. he screws up a bit. I Again, I'll say it again this week. AEW, you need to tighten those ropes. It's really hard to do I these I don't know flippies. if it's just that, though. It's, it's... I don't know. I think it is. <sighs> Everywhere know. else has the tight ropes, and I don't see this much flippy botches. Yeah. But what do I know? I have never stood on a rope. Uh, yeah, his Phoenix Splash was especially gross. I didn't like that. No, not great. Uh, Jericho, he mistimes his Codebreaker. That didn't look good. It doesn't matter, though. We get a wall of Jericho Lion Tamer, and it makes uh, Commander tap out. Yeah. I'm just putting both the moves in because I can never remember which it's one the is the Lion Tamer. You tell he, me. He, like, time. twisted his neck apart. He tamed it. Yeah. After the match... Oh, we get the Don Callis brown note sound. Oh, my God. And, uh, it's a black hole. That's what that noise is. It is not yeah. just brown noise. That is that is the sound of a black hole, everyone. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Coming from the gap in his forehead, that gash that's split open there. Yes. That'd be great. Could have a voice come out of that. Callis joins Jericho in the ring. He says, hell of a match, kid. <laughs> The crowd boos uh, Callus, of course, and he reminds everybody that uh, you know he and Jericho were in a faction together two decades ago under Bad News Allen, and they even show us footage. Of I it. couldn't believe they they had this footage, but of course they great. did. Yeah, it was difficult to hear what they were saying on the video, but it was neat to see young Don Callis. Just the with fact hair. that it was with hair, it, just the fact that yeah. it was recorded was pretty cool. Yeah. So. And as wimpy as he acts, you, you have to remember he was a wrestler, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. They say they made a promise to Bad News Allen that they'd always stick together. And Callis says, we didn't keep the promise. So, oh. uh, but no pressure. Uh, Jericho, I want you to tell me when you're ready. And you know, Jericho, that Bad News would want your answer to be yes. Wow. Did you ever think we'd see Bad News ever on Dynamite? That doesn't even make sense. No. no. Weird. So Callis leaves and Jericho looks at the ceiling for some reason. Now... We have a recap of the Hook and Jack Perry feud. And then in the garage, Alex Marvez is just hanging around there waiting for Jack to get out of his car. Jack rolls down the window and says, this is an unsafe work environment. <laughs> and then if you look in the through the window behind him, you see this Hook ghost face appear. <laughs> it's funny because Hook's wearing that black hoodie. So all you see is just this yeah. face floating in the darkness. And then there's a minor fracas inside the... The car and Jack escapes again. I'm not really sure what happened, but Jack gets away. He gets Hook away, and in. I guess Hook had to rip somebody out of the car on the other side because there's this dead guy on the ground. Yeah, right. And Hook looks in the camera and he says, "Keep running, Perry." Yeah. 
So he's Perry now. Mm-hmm. After commercial, Renee is backstage with John, with uh, Don Callis, and he says they will announce the fifth member of the Blackpool Combat Club's Blood and Guts team later on tonight. Okay. He also says he's not afraid of Kenny Omega. Right. Sure he's not. He's just afraid of some <laughs> random guy in Mexico, mm-hmm. but not Kenny Omega. He doesn't know that yet. No. That's not happening yet. Recap of MJF and Adam Cole's budding friendship. And this week, they're going to go to a sports bar. Oh, my God. To hang out and bond. They're doing shots. They have a lot of shots lined up on the bar there. Cole tells MJF that he lost the Better Than You Baby t-shirt. Oh, my God. And MJF is a little bit sad about that. Well, he doesn't believe him. Right. He thinks, no, you didn't. You're not going to lose yeah. that shirt. That's stupid. Right. Then four hot ladies walk by and they flirt with these two guys oh because that's God. what happens in sports bars. Yeah, all, every day. Yeah, All the time. Uh, MJF says, hey, uh, Adam, there's two for me and two for you. Oh, God. And he, he says, and, and, and under his breath, he kind of says, hey, I can make these cameras go away if you know what I mean. Wow. <laughs> He's a dirt bag, of course. Mm-hmm. Cole says, no, I really care about Brit. And MJF says, you know what? That's respectable and brave. And then he says, well, I guess that's four more for daddy. Yikes. But then wouldn't that just be two more for daddy? Unless he's uh, talking about something else. No, that's wink, what that's, he just said the wrong thing. Yeah. MJF goes over to the women and he asks them if they'd like to accompany him to the baño. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's gross. Sports that's bar bathroom. Is terrible. that where you're? Yep. Okay. But they all oblige and they go with him. So that's gross. Then we get one of these time has passed video transitions. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and Cole is now, I think he's drunk. He's talking to the cameraman. Although it's the same number of empty shot glasses on the bar behind him. So I don't know what he was drinking. Uh, um, MJF comes back and he says something lewd about how he conquered all four of those women. Yeah. And then Cole says, uh, dude, you can't talk like that in public. And MJF says, whatever, dude, where, what are we doing next? So Cole confesses, you know what? I never lost the T-shirt, but I'll put it on not. right now if MJF, if <clears throat> you agree to do what I want to do next. Oh, God. Of course, MJF agrees and he says, all right, well, what are we going to do? And then Cole whispers it in his ear because we're not allowed to hear it yet. It's part of the suspense. Oh. But then we cut to them in a living room on a couch and they're playing AEW Fight Forever oh, video my God. game. Which, by the way, that game gets a zero out of ten because they didn't send me a review copy. So it's like it's like when you don't, you can get a score, but if you don't show up for the test at all, yeah. you get a zero. Right. So that's it. They fell asleep and they overslept their final, and now they flunked. Too bad. They could have just yep. sent me a code; it would have cost them nothing. Right. So Cole, conv- uh, of course, MJF hates this. He doesn't like video gamers. He doesn't like that thing. So, but Cole convinces MJF to tell him, hey, you know what, MJF, your stats are really good in this game. Mm-hmm. And then this turns into a commercial for Fight Forever. MJF says, this is really, really fun. And then MJF says, I love this. He goes, you know what, Cole, video games are fun when you have a buddy to play with. <sighs> and then Cole says, wait a minute. He pauses the game. You, this you is mean so you've sad. never played a multiplayer game before? Mm. MJF looks really sad and he says, Well, you have to have friends for that. So That was depressing. Even though MJF's a horrible scumbag, that was so depressing. <laughs> it was so good. Cole feels bad for him. He tells him, Okay. Um, when we were forced to be a tag team, I had every intention of blindsiding you and cutting you out at the knees. Me too. Says, yeah, I was, 
I was going to do the same thing to you. <laughs> Cole says, you know what, MJF, you're pretty cool. <laughs> MJF says, you're cool too. Wow. <laughs> Why don't we win those tag titles? Because we're better than you, baby. <laughs> That's crazy. And then in the video game, they win the titles. <laughs> they do. Um, and then they did a uh, commercial that was online where they talk about the video game and they made Max hold it up and he had to read the cue card and he was like, I love AEW fight forever. <laughs> and he could barely get the words out, but he did it. He's really good. Yep. He's really very, good. very entertaining. I hope they don't lose the, uh, the 2024 bidding war or whatever that's called. I don't think there is one. I think he signed a longer contract and they just keep it yeah. a secret. Uh, yeah. After, uh, after this, we hear Darby Allen's music and we're going to have a blind eliminator tag team semifinal tournament match. Jeez. <laughs> so here are the teams. It's Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy. We saw them before versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Uh-huh. Now, did we ever see before tonight an official bracket for this tournament? No, because like I said, the, the gimmick was that even the bracket was blind. Yeah. Okay. There so go. there you go. Well, we see it tonight later, but, um, well, that's because now Garcia, it's all filled in. So yeah, they have to, they have to show us what's coming up now they have to promote it. Uh, Guevara and Garcia, they don't have any, uh, Jericho appreciation society branding. So there you go. Going true, out on their own true. here. Mm-hmm. And there is some tension between those two guys, Garcia and, and Guevara. They're not friends. They're just in the same yeah. team. Right. Sammy's kind of doing this mid-face turn because he's going to be a dad. And so he has these things going on now. Yeah. But this was a fun match. Mm-hmm. And I, if we were going to count, it probably broke the record for most crucifix roll-up attempts. <laughs> yeah, that's good. There was a lot of those. Prince Nana comes out and he takes uh, Darby's skateboard. Yeah, I didn't know why. To, I was so confused by this, but then I remembered. Yeah. He gives it to Garcia. Um, and the ref is distracted from that. Swerve comes out of nowhere. Oh, no. And he kicks Darby in the head. Yep. Then we get the uh, GTH from Sammy to Darby. One, two, three. Garcia and Guevara advance to the final yeah. next mm-hmm. week on Dynamite. Yep. They're going to face the winner of MJF and Cole versus Brian Cage and Big Bill. Very cool. Which means MJF and Cole. Yeah, probably. After the match, Guevara stays in the ring. He shakes Darby's hand. So they're buddies, I guess. Or at least respecters. Yeah. Video package of Nick Wayne. Hey, that's the new kid who's having his first AEW match tonight. Yep. And he says, I have a memory of when my mom told me that my dad died. And that's sad. He started training to be a pro wrestler at age nine. And then he says, I've been ready ever since I stepped into the ring when I was six months old. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. You were ready, were you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Probably still better than half the women on the WWE roster at six months, but there you go. Aw. But after commercial. Maybe true. Renee is backstage. Yeah, true. She's backstage with Adam Cole, baby, and he's on the phone with Britt. And Britt hangs up on him because she doesn't like him having friends. Oh, boy. So we're going to have this dumb, we don't know how to write for women storyline where the well, wife. Well, okay. Or she saw that segment because she's watching Dynamite and that was disgusting. And he she doesn't want him hanging around with that guy because right. that was gross. That's all. Yeah. I would say it's more that. I hope that's what it is. And it's not like the nagging wife thing. I don't think they would do that with her because that would ruin her character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll reserve my judgment then. Yeah. Now, Roderick Strong comes in with his neck brace and Cole tells uh-huh. him that MJF is not a bad guy. 
Oh, no. <laughs> then Cole gets a text from MJF, and MJF says, hey, let's fake an illness um, because I saw how big Brian Cage is. He said, I just saw Brian Cage walk by. I think I have the flu. <laughs> yeah. I gotta be sick. <laughs> I think <laughs> I have the flu. Oh, that's good. Yep. So Cole's like, no, no, we can't do that. He runs off screen. He needs to call MJF, talk him out of a possible <laughs> no-show. <laughs> and this leaves Roderick and Renee just standing there looking confused. Yeah. All right. Next match, here it is. Blind Eliminator Tag Team Semifinal Tournament Match. Big Bill, Brian Cage versus Adam Cole and MJF. How freaking fun and just over-the-top story was this match? This is great. MJF is the face. He's high-fiving all the fans. It's insane. It's great. Cole has a surprise for MJF because look at that. Cole's wearing the Better Than You Bebe shirt. Uh-huh. MJF asked the crowd if they want to see a body slam. They cheer <laughs> for it, of course. But MJF can't body slam Big Bill. So he tries to leave and go away. Cole makes him come back. It's just a funny, funny thing they're doing this whole match. They, Cole and Cage trade push-ups. MJF wants to try to body slam Big Bill again, but he still can't do it. <laughs> so they fight. Finally, MJF hits the body slam. Place goes and nuts. They go nuts. And then he pokes Cage in the eyes. That was awesome. So he, <laughs> to make attack. Then Cole pokes Cage in the eyes. Wow, they're both doing these cheaty things now. Uh-oh. Was this bad company corrupts your good morals thing? <laughs> and uh, they go for the double clothesline, but no. Uh, and then what happens next? The MJF influence is working on Cage. Uh, Cole Cage is really jacked up. I think his heart's going to blow up one of these days. <sighs> I'm scared for him. Heat Seeker DDT to Cage. Boom by Cole. One, two, three. Of course, Adam Cole and MJF win. Mm-hmm. After the match, of course, they have microphones. They pimp their new T-shirt. The crowd chants double clothesline. Um, MJF makes fun of their beat. He calls them white or something like that. I don't know. Uh, then we have story time with Adam Cole. He said, I didn't expect this team to work, but it really does. And I'm looking forward to winning the tournament and winning the titles on July 29th. And when they when he says in Connecticut, the crowd boos that because it's Vince. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How dare you? That was you? really funny. Yeah. Backstage, Roderick Strong looks at the monitor and he sneers as MJF and Cole celebrate. Wow. Jealous boyfriend. Yeah. Renee is now talking to Jake Hager backstage in front of uh, Jericho's locker room. Aww. Jake says, look, this is j- I can go in here. Let's go. So he opens the, the door and they all go and they just barge in. Jay at, Jake asks Jericho, hey, Jericho, are you actually considering joining the Don Callis family? And Jericho says, I don't know yet. I need some time. Jake says, okay. He takes off his hat, the hat that he loves. No. And he says, look, Jericho, we have lots of history. I saved your life 10 years ago in Abu Dhabi. Four years ago, you brought me to AEW, and I left uh, an undefeated MMA career for you. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been with you here since day one-ish. And he says, but I deserve to know, (laughs) are you joining or not? It's not just your career on the line, so until you can be straight with me, I can't give you 100 and he hands the purple hat to Jericho. No, he likes away. that hat. Yeah. And then he tweeted later, I liked that hat. Oh, that's so, so sad. sad. <laughs> that's, why is AEW Dynamite making me cry so much know. this week? Between MJF <laughs> being the sad single gamer uh. <laughs> and this hat. The loss of the hat. Oh, my wow. gosh. Okay, next up. Speaking of making me sad, Owen Hart tournament. This is the semifinal match between Ruby Ho- Soho 
oh. and sky blue. Ruby Somho, you almost said. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> that was that one. I almost got a Ruby Ho Ho, but that was not nice either. <laughs> Ruby has Soraya, <clears throat> Dum Dum, and Tony Storm. Ugh. And I think I texted you and I asked, is Tony Storm the worst champion we've ever seen in AEW? It's not great. And what I realized when I watched so much of, of them this weekend was, and, and on Dynamite, they're the house of torture. Yeah. That's horrible. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. That's all it's they are. such garbage. Every match is garbage. And it's just green garbage. So... Um, Sky Blue, too bad for her. She has no friends or fans in Canada, so no one's going to help her. Tony and Soraya interfere, uh, so the ref banishes them to go backstage. Ruby fakes a nose injury and uses that so that she can just kick Sky in the face with the no future thing. No. One, two, three, Ruby advances. To no. The this, um, this was my, this was a bittersweet moment for me because I was like, I really thought Sky Blue was winning the tournament. But then I realized, oh my God, that means Willow might win the tournament. So I was very happy. Yeah, right. This is good news for Willow yeah. fans here. Mm-hmm. Recap from last week's collision. The ratings are tumbling. <clears throat> yeah. Got to do something to get people. Oh to my God. I went right hour. into the news and forgot the ratings for the first time or oh, second yeah, time ever. Second Let's time ever. Let's do the ratings. Last week's the Monday ratings. Night Raw scored 1.8 million viewers. SmackDown Live, 2.3 million. AEW Dynamite, 825,000. Collision, back up to 580,000, so that's good. NXT, back up to 671,000. Rampage, record low for the year, 310,000. How about just stop with Rampage now? Maybe, yeah, maybe time to stop. There, sorry. Whoops. Oops. Edit that in post. (laughs) No, it's going to stay like this. Uh, I've done that once before, so. That's funny. That's all right. Well. I guess uh, that's what's going on with Collision and the ratings. Now it's time for the Harley Cameron video. Harley Cameron, right? Not Holly, Harley. Harley Cameron. This is the video we were promised last week. And she raps and shakes her butt. Um, But at least she does rhyme something to Banaka. I was happy for that. Yes. Um, She's no Harry Mack, but I guess it was pretty good. You know who Harry Mack is? She was fine. Am I supposed to know who Harry Mack, Harry Mack is? Yeah, he's a he's a, he's like a freestyle rapper. Um, he goes out on the streets and he, you give him words and he raps with it. Is he a YouTube rapper? A he's a YouTube rapper? guy. He's pretty popular. Of course he is. He did a 24-hour rap uh, to celebrate something. What the? Okay. Yeah, you just like text in your words and then he would put it in his thing. How does he go to the bathroom if he does a 24-hour rap? Because it's not really 24 hours. He's a scammer. He raps while he's scammer. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't wait for that to happen. So, all right, Harley Cameron. There you go. What did you think about this video? I think she's very talented, but they're portraying it as that she's horrible. I don't understand that. That doesn't work. It's because so we had who were the uh, the rap is crap. That was Billy Gunn and who else? Jeff Jarrett. Who were those? Maybe guys? it was. I don't know. So long the, ago. They were bad and they were betrayed as bad. So that was good. Yeah, this is just. I don't know. We'll see. Next up. Okay, now here we go. We're at our main event for the night. Uh, well, at least the main event wrestling match. Because the main um, event's going to be talking. Yes. Yeah. Swerve Strickland versus newcomer Nick Wayne. Wow, he got to be in the last match of the night. That's pretty impressive for his debut. He must have connections. I guess he does. 
because uh, I've never seen a debut promoted this much since Glacier in WCW. <laughs> no, he was only promoted for like a week or two. Glacier, Glacier. or Nick? No, Nick. Glacier oh, yeah, was Glacier like was a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> the lights would turn blue. He's coming, Glacier. Eventually. <laughs> and Scorpion. And, Eventually. Yeah. Nick's mom is there. And she's cheering for him in the front row. And his 18th birthday was two days ago. So he can do wow. this now, Tony. Look at that. And he's, he's got some teenage boy traits. He's lanky and gangly. He reminds me a little bit of Will Ospreay from like six years ago. When I, I kind of thought the team. same thing. But then I also look at him and I kind of get, I don't want to be mean. I kind of get freaked out. I look at him and go, oh God, he's too young. He's He could be really I hope he's not a bad kid. I'm sure he's not now, but oh boy. I, I just look I just look him. at him and go, uh-oh. That's all. I hope I hope he's not. His mom's there. He can't be all that bad. N- no, I don't think he is now, but I'm <laughs> saying like in the future when she's not there every week. Oh, well, that's a tomorrow problem, Joe. I know. I know. I'm not worried <laughs> about it too much because it's not me, yeah. but... Right. We'll, we'll just keep we'll keep watching Nick Wayne. I was a little worried about Hook as well, but Hook seems to be yeah, okay true. right now. Yeah, Hook's doing okay. Well, Nick almost kills himself trying a Hurricane Rana. From oh the my to the God! Floor. Good wow. God! He's had another. How many people are spiking themselves on their heads this week? Too many. It's and too this, many. And this match, although exciting and lots of crazy spots, um, I, I don't know. Everything I've heard about Nick Wayne made me, I guess it was overhyped for it. He is not Will Ospreay. He is not this even only anywhere near Will Ospreay. I understand yeah. that he's younger and when he gets to Will Ospreay's age, he could be better than Will Ospreay. I get that. But right yeah. now, he's just a kid that does a lot of moves and a lot of them, to me, this might be mean, they don't look believable. Sure. Yeah, he's... He's like I said. He's he doesn't have a lot of weight on him. He doesn't have a lot of right. muscle and on he, him. So and he, it some of the moves like, he's just getting a little piece of, and that's not good enough. Yeah, and Swerve for his part is doing a good job helping to sell it, but it doesn't look right realistic. So, but at least he uh, won on of, his debut. No, no, he didn't. He speaking of Osprey, he tries an os cutter. He calls it Wayne's World, though. Right. Um. Both men are on the top turnbuckle. We get a super Hurricane Rana, but Swerve counters it into a powerbomb. Um, and eventually, Swerve wins as he picks him up and hits him with the JML driver. Yeah. So you debut and lose. I guess that's okay, right? But he went over and yelled at the um, Nick's mom, so I can't wait for that inevitable Swerve versus Nick's mom match. <laughs> what? Let's hope that never happens. <laughs> it's not wow. real. Now we learn that Lance Archer is on his way back to AEW. Okay, good. And we see some videos of him dominating people. Oh, we even get a quick glimpse of Taco Bell Alex Zane. Oh, yes. They did show him. Yes, they did. Yay. I miss Taco Bell Alex Zane. Now I want Taco Bell. Thanks. Sorry. I already started the show starving. And then. Oops. Oh, Taco Bell. And we're only on Dynamite. Okay, let's go. Anyway, Lance is going to face Trent on Rampage this week. Okay. And. uh, Yes. And now it's time to find out who's going to be the fifth members for the Blood and Guts But match before teams. we find out the fifth member, have you had the Volcano menu yet? See, now you're doing it to yourself. I tried to 
I'm asking, but I really am curious if you've eaten it. No, I haven't had. The oh volcano. my god, it's so good. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell people what I do. I just get the volcano taco and the volcano burrito. It's a combo. You get those two things, and okay. then with a, I get a Baja Blast Zero. So I don't, there's no calories sure. in that. So. They say it's 15 calories. I don't understand what that means. Is there secret sugar in there? But anyway, um, secret sugar. so I just do on the app, Taco Bell app, you just substitute the beef. You substitute in beans instead of the beef. And it right. is the lava sauce is delicious. <laughs> lava sauce. Okay. Uh, and, they, right. and the taco is a red shell. Ooh. Like a volcano. Right. So then when All you natural. eat it and the lava sauce like pours out of the other side. It's like when you were in school and you made a volcano out of baking soda and vinegar. So it's delicious. Not that baking soda and vinegar is delicious, but I recommend again, they pay me nothing. I just want to tell people the volcano menu. It's a limited time offer. She should try that. Look, Taco Bell smart wrestling fan is available. If you would like to do some sponsoring, do you want to become like the, the, um, Get, I would pay you to become our um, our no, Joe. marketing you manager. Pay you. you pay you. No, no, no. I'll pay you to then get these oh. sponsors and then they can pay oh, me. Okay. So I'll then everybody's that. making money. I'll get started on that. Okay. I don't think you will, but I'll, okay. I'll send them a, a tout. I don't believe you. Okay. Out comes Don Callis. He's going to announce the fifth member of the BCC team, and he says the real Kenny Omega is a coward and a punk, and that's all it takes to get Kenny to come down to the ring. So here he is. He but calls him what? his Moxie worst and- enemy, punk. Yes, exactly. That's all it took. <laughs> yeah. Moxley and Tekester are there. They stop him. So he fights his way through. Oh. Then some muscly man shows up and clocks Kenny in the back with a chair. Oh, no, it's Pac. I didn't think it would be Pac. That's a pretty good pick. That is a good pick. I thought maybe Jericho. I still think Jericho. I still think Jericho might actually cost the elite the match. He could. Is he and then joined with Don tonight? What's that tomorrow night? Is he booked? Is he booked on the show or no? Jericho. Uh, I don't. He's not booked. He could sneak in there and do something. I don't know the card. So. All right. So next up here, what do we got? Pack is the fifth man, so all three of them stomp on Kenny. Right, so we still Pac need says, another fifth man. Yeah, yeah. Pack says, "You know, you don't have any idea how long I've waited for this." Is that how he talks? Like a like it's a character in a kung fu movie, like overdub? Yes, that's his voice. Okay. Well, I was gonna try the accent, but I thought that might be offensive, so I just did. The, I don't think the it would be offensive to do a UK accent ever. Okay. I think that's just funny. I think your kung you fu have- accent was more offensive. Oh, was it? <laughs> I don't know. Who did I offend? The Kung Fu? I don't know. I have no idea who. Does anyone sound like that? I don't know. Probably. Oh, the guy who was on the Triple Mania show, the commentator. That's Maybe. He sounded like that. No, that was Burcham. Burcham. So, yeah, he's... Not going to hire a man that lost his leg to a landmine with a tripwire. I shouldn't have said it. Not going to hire a man... Look, you're never going to get Taco okay. Bell if you keep doing this stuff. I know. It's going to be hours. Pac says, we're you shut on the first, nose We're an hour into the show. We're on the first show. <laughs> they set up Kenny with a chair neck, and Pac climbs the top rope 
And Mox says, Kenny, you got any last words before we wipe that smile off your face permanently? And Kenny holds the microphone. I'm sorry, uh, not Kenny. Uh, Mox holds the microphone to Kenny's mouth, and Kenny says, yeah, yeah, we have a fifth member too. Watch the screen. Watch the screen. And I'm and thinking it's going to be an, an intro video, and then he's going to run out and save him, right? That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Everything goes dark, and then the screen says, he is coming. Uh-oh. <laughs> he is coming. Blood and guts. And then we see Kota Ibushi in the Which, video. Who, it was the worst kept secret. We knew. I'm glad it's him. Me too. But now I'm waiting for Ibushi to come out. No. He's not there. <laughs> oh, Thank man. That's weak. So, yeah, it just says blood and guts. Golden elite. The crowd goes nuts. The lights come back on. The young bucks are there. So is Hangman. They clear the ring. And if we don't have a million viewers for Dynamite this week, I just I don't know what's going on. We really should. We really should. Because it's basically like a free pay-per-view match on on Wednesday. So there's no reason not to watch that. Right. There's no other sports. Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll get a million. Yeah. But that's the end of your Dynamite. Okay. Let me see if I have any dynamite emails. No more from legal firm of Larry's Real Lawyers Incorporated, legit or whatever. Um, legal building, legal street. We have a G. Oh, we have a G one from Matthew King, the guy that sent in the right. the, um, the uh, spreadsheet that I said. Oh yeah, you didn't make this. You just found this somewhere. Well, I never did right. say he made it. And then later he said I did. And then I said sorry. He said I could never stay mad at you, Joe. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the tournament. Get a bunch more patrons, Matthew King. Thank you. I, I, uh, I appreciate the the. the we thing. W King of spreadsheets. Yes, you win. Okay, so no, this AW email is about other thing. Okay. Oh, here we go. Unmask mask man. Buyaka me pueblos. <laughs> as much as I Yay. want AW to have a competent, compelling, compelling women's division, I'm just not seeing it. I want Sky Blue to be a star, but her matches are painful to watch. Is the only answer to go get more talent and actually write for them? <sighs> I don't know the answer. I, if I knew, I would tell you. Um, right. Yeah. Also, can Harley Cameron wrestle? She's got a ton of charisma and is getting over with me. I, yes. But can she wrestle well? I don't know the answer to that. You might be wishing for a Sky Blue match if you saw Harley Cameron wrestle. So I'm not really yeah. sure. Here's hoping they can do something interesting while we wait for Thunder and Hater to return. Oh, that's right. I, I even forgot Jamie Hater was gone. Like, she just disappeared and she went right out of my head. Yep. And then Thunder Rosa, don't get too excited because she'll be exclusive to Saturdays. And she's so beat up. I don't know if she's ever going to be able to wrestle properly again. Yeah. So. She's part of the problem child family. Yeah. Thank you all. Unmasked what about the, thank you. What about Serena D? Is she out of AEW? Did she go to somewhere else? Or is she backstage producing? What's she doing? I think she's still there. Um, what What's going on with Statlander? Why does it seem like she went, stats where it's at, and we haven't seen her since then? Yeah. Like they had That's battled the belts and she couldn't even put her title on the line. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Yeah, it is weird. Jade used to put her title online every one of those shows, I think. Maybe I made yeah. that up. But she should. Well, whatever. Thank you for the email. Now, <clears throat> we're going to review SmackDown, because that was chronologically next. It was live from North Carolina State University. Why did I write AKA? 
I think I was going to make fun of it. Oh, well. <laughs> I was, but okay. Um, Jay Uso <laughs> is walking and the audio is broken. And I don't nice. know what's going on. And then the graphic comes up and it says, Jay Uso on the Warpath Smackdown. So that's the tease for tonight. That's it. Oof. The rating went down really because there was no Roman Reigns on the show. Yeah. I know. Oh, let's play predict the rating for um, SmackDown on FS1. Oh, yeah. And the information you need is two things. It's on FS1 and Roman Reigns will be on the show live. So knowing that, you go first. What do you got? And Well, and they've been getting, what, 2.2 million? They've been getting 2.2 2 to 2.5 million on Fox. But FS1, Fox. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a different story. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my math here. Okay. So two point two. I'm gonna say they're gonna get about thirty percent. Whoa, thirty percent off or just thirty percent? Just thirty percent. Oh my god! Round it up to seven hundred thousand. Okay, no, they've never. Let me tell you this: they've never gotten under eight hundred thousand ever. Oh, even on FS1. Yes. Okay, well, maybe you want to change your number. Let me me add another percent. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> let's say 2.2 times let's say and let's 40%. and let me tell you that when they were getting the 800,000 it was from about 2 million i'm going to say a, i'm going to say a cool million a cool, cool million. million okay i'm going to say 1.25 million okay so you're going half all right yeah i think i think 1.3 million really Right. And they could go as high as 1.4. But I think that that really will show you that so many of those Nielsen homes just have Fox turned on. Yeah, it's in it's in these like retirement homes where they just leave the TV on all day for the people while they're Seriously, playing bingo thinking, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not retirement numbers, but could something like that. My so, dad was in a place like that for a while, and I know how that works. Yeah, but that wasn't a Nielsen home. It was a retirement mm-hmm. home. Could be a Nielsen home if they get it the could box. Could be, but do you think it is though? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Got to represent everybody, don't we? That's true. Um, so okay, here we go. SmackDown starts. Bianca Belair comes out, and she complains a lot for a face. Yes, it's really weird. And she's like, "I'll get vengeance." That's not facey either. And I'll win the title. Okay. So Charlotte comes out, and she says, "You know." Bianca, I do think you're going to win tonight. Didn't Charlotte just get, like, cheated out of a shot? That's right. She didn't care. No, she didn't care. Wow. She says, Charlotte says, Bianca, you will be a championship. And then it's like, oh, I mean champion. (laughs) Oh, my God. At least she realized it. And then Charlotte says that no no matter what happens, though, she gets the next title shot. And she says it'll be Bianca versus Charlotte, which is because she's dumb. And Bianca wants that match at SummerSlam. So they shake hands and Charlotte woos in her face, which is, again, Charlotte's a face too and she's a jerk. And Asuka's watching all this backstage. And Cole says, that match might happen at SummerSlam. N- no, it's SummerSlam. What, what, what are you talking about? What match? What? What? It's going to be a triple threat. Get out of here. Just go away. Yeah. Tonight, it's AJ Styles, Santos, Escobar. Is it Santos? Santos? Butch. Linum. Linum. And 
Grayson Waller. It's a four-way in some kind of U.S. title invitational. We find out that this is a mini tournament with two four-way matches to determine two finalists that will go on to beat each other and then get a title shot against Austin Theory. Okay. Mm. Mm. The only thing I can think of this making this good, and it probably won't happen, is LA Knight wins this mini tournament and then... We go. He goes on to beat Austin Theory at SummerSlam for a giant pop. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I would do unless that. you want to continue your your trend of we're not letting the crowd get anybody over. I hope you're right. I mean, I hope you're wrong. I mean, I hope you're crazy. But it just may be a lunatic that we're dealing with, and that's Vince McMahon. Okay, so yeah. uh, brawling brutes are backstage getting all amped up, and the match is Sheamus and Ridge against Pretty Deadly. And like I said, Elton Prince gets chucked across the ring, lands on his shoulder, and then his shoulder's dead. So he's going to be out for a while. Um, cheating in the end, pretty deadly win the match. So right there you go. So what's going to happen? Do you use, you can keep them both on TV and he can walk around in a sling. Or you can keep them off TV or you can just have Kit Wilson wrestle. What would you do? I would keep them both on TV okay, and have him walk around in that sling and dress it up, make it a fashion statement of some kind. That's a great idea. Um, okay, good. I like that. Backstage interview with Grayson Waller. He sure is excited that he lost his debut match. Yeah. He's like, wow, look at me. I went against Edge. He says The Rock is talking about him on social media. Oh, my God, not The Rock. No. Well, yeah. Why? What are we doing? Unless The Rock's going to face Roman Reigns, I don't want The Rock back. And he says, oh, and I'm going to win my match tonight in that four-way. Also, if you smell what I'm cooking. Why would you, it's almost like they do this to taunt The Rock into coming on the show. And he That's never exactly wants to. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. He said something, The Rock responded, and and then now Grayson's just trying to goad him into something. It's so weird, though. Remember when you used to have to book the thing first and then... <laughs> Right. Had talk, do the thing. We get the entire tribal court segment clip Ugh. here. It's so much you could just fast forward through. Cole says Jimmy Uso suffered rib damage or something, and he's out for the foreseeable future. So I'm very worried that Jimmy's going to rejoin the bloodline and cost Jay the match at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, I thought we were going the other way. I thought we were... I thought we were going to get Solo away from Roman, and then Roman was going to realize that life alone is not the best life. I don't think you can get Solo away from Roman until they're ready to feud, and that's not for ages. Right. So. Hmm. Backstage, Charlotte has her suitcase. She's leaving? What? And she's like, I got to get out of here. And Homeless Man comes in and says, uh, okay. I'm a moron, so I really do believe that you're going to leave now. And then Bailey and EO come in, and Bailey's like, guess what? EO's going to cash in tonight. She implies that. And so Charlotte yeah. comes back. She never left. She's off the camera, like off to the right. Yeah. And she she's like, oh, I guess I better stay. A stupid segment. That's <sighs> dumb. Zelina Vega yeah. versus Bailey. Hmm. Okay. Oh, by the way, Cole says all Latin kids are beaten with a flip-flop. So that's right. Good. Also, there's green hair in the Money in the Bank briefcase because it's that hair they chopped off of Tank Liar. 
So Bailey wins the match. So, wow, that's unfortunate now. That's you buried Zelina Vega, but whatever. And then they play this stupid video of Tank Liar on the Tron, and the volume's not even loud enough at first. And they're looking at it, and the crowd's like, what's going on? And then Tank Liar laughs and says, I'm in control of my hair, not you, and shaves her own head and pretends to be crazy. I didn't buy it for a second. No, but, I mean, that's... Didn't I say this is all it was, is they were going to... She just wanted to get a haircut and they want to change yeah, the character you said that, to Tank Girl. Yeah, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. She just wants a haircut. Hey, look at that. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. So now she could be Tank Girl. She can yep. follow the the manga closer now this time. <laughs> Jay Uso comes out. <laughs> Backstage, AJ Styles and pals exist because they're getting ready for that four-way match. Not between each other. Yeah. Uh, Jay, okay, so Jay Uso is in the ring. He tries to talk about Jimmy. And the crowd what's him? What is this? Yeah. Well, he's really stone colding it up too. He's he's playing along with them. He's playing along. He's saying the sentences like that. But yeah. then he says, "I never in a million years expected Jimmy get injured by a family member." Are you're in a family civil war? What are you talking about? You mean when you're like a baby, you didn't think that? Because no one would think that ever. <laughs> Right. That would be a shocker if that happened. That's that's horrible. He says he's going to spank Solo because he's the little brother. And he says, but wait, he says he's the real head of the table and the real chief. I thought you didn't Uh-oh. want that. What? what? Isn't this weird? It's. Did someone rewrite this? I don't know. It's different. Heyman and Solo come out and Heyman says, Next week, it's Jey Uso and Roman Reigns face-to-face on SmackDown to discuss the rules of engagement. Guess what Corey Graves said last night on Raw? What? We just found out. Roman Reigns will be on SmackDown. Oh, just found out. He told us on SmackDown. Oh, my God. Maybe he just found it out. He's an idiot. He's dumb. Um, Heyman blames Jey for what happened to Jimmy. Because Jay rose up against Roman Reigns. He said, it's all your fault. Heyman talks to Jimmy in the hospital, looks in the camera, and he says he's Jimmy's favorite Juso. (laughs) That's amazing. He blames Jay. He says, Jimmy and and Rikishi will never forgive you, Jay. Neither will Reigns. Neither will I. And Solo grabs the mic and says, and I'll never forgive you either. So Jay's like, okay then, and attacks Solo and they fight. And then Jay almost attacks Heyman, but Solo saves him. And then Jay and Solo fight some more. Heyman takes a super kick. I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah. It was a nice soft super kick, though. But Jay Uso stands tall, and this crowd loves it. And then there's a little bit more fighting because Greg Jay grabs a steel chair and almost hits Heyman, but hits Solo instead. Yeah. So there's that. That was it was neat, like you said, for Paul to take that super kick. I never mm-hmm. thought that that would happen. Yep. I think he should have sold it a little bit more, but it, it was good to see. It's fine, and it wasn't that bad. But um, crowd's really for Jay, so Jay is super over, yeah. so that'll help SummerSlam a lot. Yeah. Backstage, a homeless man pretends to talk to Bianca and a referee, and then we'll copy-paste that for later. Austin Theory right. comes out on commentary. Gross. He is so mm. dull. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear him talk. Can we just give the give the title to LA Knight now? Please. Please. Okay, four-way invitational thing. 
Grayson Waller against already in the ring Butch. Well, he's not going to win. Versus already in the ring Escobar. Maybe he'll win. Versus AJ Styles. Oh, Theory reverse puppets because he's dumb. The match is a bit of a cluster to me. Yes. I thought it was a bit messy. And Styles, okay, the finish is Styles about is about to do the Styles Clash. But on the Tron, Karrion Cross is killing the Good Brothers. And I didn't see if, I didn't even notice if Meacham was getting beat up by Scarlett. I don't care. In the chaos, Escobar somehow pulls out a win. But he pins Waller. Waller is a jobber. He's lost twice yeah. already. So for two. You couldn't pin Butch? Are you serious? Right. But I guess they want people to cheer Escobar, so he had to pin a heel. That's it. Weird. Cole says... That is very weird. Why would you bring Waller in to do all this talk show stuff in his first two matches he's losing? Yep. I don't know. Cole says Escobar goes to the finals to face whoever wins next week's four-way. So, okay. So, it'll be done in time for SummerSlam. Backstage, same homeless man scene, but this time he pretends to talk to Asuka and a ref. Yeah. Great. They have their first SmackDown is on FS1 commercial. On Raw, I believe they had 72 of them. Yes, they, they do really... not want to be... They want to prove that the, that it's the bloodline and people and SmackDown's hot right now. But I don't, I don't know how to explain to them that no matter how much you push that it's on FS1, some of your viewers are glued to Fox and you will never get them to turn the channel. Right. So we'll see. Backstage, if I go by that metric of how much they advertise it on Raw, that it's on FS1, maybe they'll get it one and a half million. Oh, because more people are paying Aware. attention. Yeah. That might turn the channel. They might get a hundred thousand okay. extra. Backstage, AJ Styles checks on the beat up Good Brothers and Meechin, and AJ says, "It's not over. I'm gonna get you, Cross." No, I don't. Why do we want this feud? Get this out of here. You don't. Yeah. Oh, my God. AJ, he's stuck. He's so stuck here. Yeah, he is. In the parking lots. This is interesting. Street profits exist. And a limo shows up and it's Bobby Lashley. And for right. whatever reason, all of a sudden they're best pals. And they're like, okay, we have plans to talk. Let's go. And they all leave together in the limo. Is this the new Hurt Business 2.3.0 I, or whatever? I think it might be. But mm. also, how nice is it to just go to work and then just leave in a limo without Wow, they didn't work? do any work at all. They sat at catering, walked outside, got in a limo, and got more food and drinks. What the? Wow. Okay, good job, Can I guys. get on in this job? Seriously. I like that. I like this I line that. of work. Get catered Taco Bell with a volcano mm. menu? Yes. And your one day a week that you work is just to do this. That's incredible. Fantastic. Wow. We get a weird video with Rey Mysterio where he says, I want the United States title because I'm in that four-way match. But then he says, Boo-Chaka. <laughs> is that like Booyaka but with Chaka? What? <laughs> then, oh, racist Cameron Grimes is in that match next week too. So is Sheamus. Yeah. And LA Knight did you notice out. on yeah. that Rey Mysterio video, did mm-hmm. you see where he was uh, recording that from? His Pueblo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was. LA Knight comes out to a huge pop and he says, I'm coming for the U.S. title. And they're yelling him instead of wanting him. They need to pull the trigger on this now. Right. Now. Yes. You mean, yeah. Yeah. 
Main event. Yeah, women's... Should. He's so freaking over. There's no. There's no who reason else not to is do it. Getting bigger pops than no, LA Knight right just now. Just do it. God. Yeah. It won't hurt anything. It's the United States title. Nobody cares about that. Right. Just give it to him. It's the it's Vince. You know he's so in love with the theory. I know like he was with McIntyre. Like, I know, but he's not future. booking. It's not his decision. It's his ultimate decision. But the day to day booking is Triple H. He should be able to do that title change if he wants. Yeah. Ugh. Main event women's title match. It's Bianca versus Oscar. So. Besides the commercial that's coming up in the last few minutes, there's only seven minutes left in the show, which means this match, we will only see six minutes of it. If for a women's title match, that's garbage. Bailey and EO show up in the crowd with tickets. Copy paste. Hey, look, it's Charlotte in the crowd with a ticket so we can go to break. Copy paste. High five. Is this a joke? Uh, yes. KOD on the announce table. Bailey, EO, and Charlotte all jump the barricade. I didn't know that having a ticket allowed you to storm the Yeah, ring. where's our security? What happened? Yeah, they have a ticket. They're not... This is stupid. And why do they need a ticket if... Whatever. Charlotte attacks Bailey. EO attacks Charlotte. Charlotte goes to spear EO and spears Bianca by mistake, maybe. Disqualification. Pure garbage. I told people to finish this match a week ago. Yeah. A yep. week Really elevating that women's title on what a joke. EO hits Charlotte in the arm with the briefcase and calls like right in the face of Charlotte. It, oh my God. Rewind it. Watch it again. Nowhere near her face. <laughs> Bailey says, uh, cash in. Come on, let's go. The referee won't do it. Since when do you have a, does the ref go? I'm not sure I'm allowed to cash this in now. <laughs> and then by the time the ref goes, well, maybe I will. Oscar spits missed at Bailey. And then the show's just over. Yeah. How dumb. Is this that heel ref from uh, Triple Mania? You would think. The suspenders? Mr. Mr. Uh, Son of Suspenders. Right. Um, or was it the, uh, the I Quit ref from Slammiversary? <laughs> Which ref was this? Oh, my God. They're all bad. All these bad referees. There's going to be a horrible referee coming up right now because I'm going to talk about Rampage right now. Baby. Because it happened right after SmackDown. And it's Rampage taped, and I wrote enough already. And so did the fans because it was the lowest rating of the year. Yes. In its normal time slot, the show should not only be getting 300,000 viewers. Sorry, but it shouldn't. No. That's a number that should be only for if it was moved and you don't know what time it's on. But 300,000 is pathetic. I don't care that it's in that time slot. They should be getting at least 400000 a week. But anyway, whatever. Already in the ring, everybody. It's Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes against Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. This sure is a match nobody cares about. Keith right. and Dustin win because the other guys are jobbers. Right. What a, what a time. QTV, it's the same old jokes with just, at the end, it's just footage of Johnny TV at the pool. Yeah. That's it nothing oh here we go taya versus already in the ring why are we watching this show izzy mcqueen is this a joke she's also known as the goblin king also known as the goblin king but why are we watching this <laughs> i don't know there's curb another three hundred thousand people that decided not to i guess but guess what curb stomp taya wins in 10 seconds yes this is garbage tony storm and soraya come out 
Taya sm- smiles like they're friends. And Tony says, you're losing a lot because you're a loser. Because you're Canadian, you stupid cow. Ugh. And then Taya's like, I want a title shot because I'm a face tonight. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what Serena a joke. throws up the J. She always throws up the J. What's wrong with her? She's so dumb. Trent with Chucky T versus Lance Archer with Jake the Snake. So Jake's finally back. Jake cheats. Blackout, Lariat, Archer wins. And yeah. Archer, then he kills Chuck too. And Archer calls out Orange Cassidy and says, I want a title shot. And if you don't come out here, the best friends die. So Excalibur goes, oh, I just heard from TK that the match is official. And then Jake the Snake has to stop Archer from killing Orange Cassidy. And because they got to save him for the match. And then they steal his title. Well, guess what? When we see him again, Orange Cassidy just magically has his title back. And the commentators are like, they're like, oh, yeah, he got it back at some point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Did you? Yeah, I don't get it. Why not just have Archer come to the ring with the title? Say, look, that's what I thought too. Yes, that's stupid. Did we also miss a segment of Hook having lunch? Did he have lunch on here? Yeah, there was a there was a segment between the Taya match and the Archer match. I thought it was just it was really so I didn't even write it down. Was it funny? He was just having lunch. It was it was weird because he's just eating lunch. And there's some random camera on him in like portrait mode. So everything's out of focus except for him. And Are you sure this says, wasn't hey, only uh, on the, the Canadian feed? I don't know. But he says, hey, Jack, I'm going to defend the FTW title against you in Boston. And that was it. Maybe I did see that. And I just didn't write it down because I thought. It was I just weird because he was having lunch and doing a promo. It was, funny. was he eating his hot chips? Yes. Good I think there him. were chips on the plate. Oh, okay. Then I saw it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we hear the sound of a black hole. And yes, that's. Don Callis and Takeshita. So the match yeah. is Takeshita versus already in the ring mask guy Mentalo, who's supposed to be <laughs> Kenny's childhood friend. Okay. And Don tells us this. He says, the only reason that Kenny brings these jobbers in is because Kenny needs to be surrounded by his idiot friends all the time. Yeah. And Don says the Japanese word for kill and Takeshita attacks like a dog. So that's good. Uh-huh. And he wins the match in like two seconds. What? Why are, why are we having squashes? Why am I watching this? They tried to shove five matches on the show, and that's the reason why we're getting these Well, squashes. that's awful. Backstage yeah. interview with Dark Order. Silver's all mad because he's like, everyone leaves us. Yeah. And that's depressing because if you think of Brody Lee leaving them because he died, and then everyone else just right. started leaving after that. And Uno says it's time to rebuild the Dark Order. Do you think TK is actually going to pay attention to this and do it? No. Okay. Just checking. Mark Henry video. It might be on Being the Elite, but it won't be on this show. Oh, that's sad. Mark Henry video with Willow and Athena. And Willow has never beaten Athena. So main event, tournament match, Athena versus Willow. It's a a match. It's good. Uh, Ruby watches backstage. Excalibur says, right now, Athena... It seems like the favorite to go to the finals. Thanks for telling me she's not winning. There's no way you would say that and then she just win. So guess what? Oh, stack them up, roll up. Willow wins right after he said that. Well, good for Willow. Good for Willow, but it soured the moment when Excalibur's like, oh, looks like Willow's losing. Yeah. Nobody would ever say that if she's really losing in a tournament. I hate it. Why did he Sometimes know? These commentators should not know the, the right. Why beforehand. did he know? Ugh. Anyway, 
That's your rampage. And do we have rampage emails? No, <laughs> nobody watched. Doubt it. it. No, we don't. So, <laughs> right. Okay, let's go to collision it, then, shall collision we? Collision and battle of the belts emails. So we got to do those first. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. So collision is before battle of the belts. So here we go. Yep. July fifteenth. We're at the Calgary Stampede Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta, mm-hmm. Canada. Ian Riccoboni and Nigel McGuinness on commentary. And everybody's a cowboy. AEW World Tag Team Championship, two out of three falls match. Okay. Bullet Club Gold, Jay White and Juice Robinson versus FTR. Wow, this is a fun, fun match. It is a great match that gets all the time in the world. I thoroughly enjoy this. This was, yeah, the first fall itself took 30 minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great. So here's what happened. Juice um, and does some. Jay can hit Cash with a Blade Runner. One, two, three. I just Which is exactly how it should minutes. work. Yeah. Yeah. So first fall is Bullet Club Gold. Nigel's having fun. And he said he'd do this job for free. And somewhere JR is shaking his head in disappointment. I know. Oh, by the way, JR said he's trying to be back by All In. So. <laughs> Darn it. Somebody you mean All In next year, knives. right, JR? Next year. Okay. Send him some utensils and cutlery and see what happens. <gasps> I don't want to harm him. No. Well, maybe he'll just be scared. Stay in his oh, house. Okay. Juice DDT's cash on the floor, and now, uh-oh, looks like cash has a stinger from that, but maybe he's just selling it. I don't know. He's just selling. Good. Um, I'm watching this and so glad that FTR didn't go to WWE. Um, oh, I know. They would never... Imagine getting an hour in WWE to do with this quality match. No chance. Yeah. Yeah, they try to do that. the, the Briscoes finisher. Right. Uh, Switchblade kicks out of that. Shatter Machine to Juice. Cash covers him one, two, three. Now it's one to one. Ooh. Um, now we're on the floor. Dax is trying to powerbomb Switchblade, but they fall over the guardrail. So, oh. And then somehow the that murdered them or something? Yeah, he landed on their heads or something. I don't really understand. The doctor's that. over there, and that's okay. They're fine. They start duking it out in the first row. Um, they're in, all in the ring now. They're all. They're all beat down and deflated, and the crowd's on their feet. Jay teases some sweet shin music, and the crowd boos that because <laughs> we're in Canada. So he puts Dax in a sharpshooter instead, taunting all the Canadians. Now we got five minutes left, and now we're told, uh oh, if it's a tie, then the champions retain. Uh, Blade Runner gets reversed into dual sharpshooters. Uh, but FTR, they're just too weak. They can't keep the hold in. So I didn't like that like, as much. I understand it's an hour, but the, I don't think the commentators understood that. Yeah. Because Nigel was like, he couldn't squat. He can't squat. Like, there have been so many double team submissions with FTR in the stories with DIY and those guys that this one seemed weak to me. Yeah. But whatever. It's fine. The match itself was great. It was fantastic. Juice tags in. Dax puts him in the sharpshooter. Juice taps out. So FTR retains the titles. Mm-hmm. And after that match, I'm thinking, are the fans going to be done after this? Because they gave everything into that match. That's true. Uh, FTR wants to shake hands with Bullet Club, but Juice and Jay just spit yeah, on the ground right. instead and leave. <laughs> yeah. After a promo for Blood and Guts, we get the Owen Hart final tournament match ruby soho versus willow nightingale okay and what is this rap that rickabani does before the match <laughs> what did he do i can't remember it's like some kind of rap like a two verse 
It was funny. It was clever. I didn't mind it too much. Uh. Ruby tries to cheat. She brings in the spray paint. She puts it in Willow's hand so the ref is distracted. Eye rake. No future kick. One, two. No. Willow tapped. I was worried. Out. Good. I was worried. Phew. And now Ruby has a spray paint again. Why did Aubrey just put it on the apron? Get rid of it, Aubrey. I don't know. You dummy. Uh, Ruby misses with the paint and Willow pounces her. Powerbomb by Willow. One, two, three. Willow is your Owen Hart. Yes, I was so happy. Yes, I was very happy. Willow runs up the ramp. She's still happy. Where Cowboy Tony Khan is there waiting to raise her hand. And Willow leaves with the cup. She does. Why doesn't she get the title? Why did she take the cup? I don't know. Neither one of them took the title. They just leave it there. Last year, didn't they make the mistake of only making one cup because they knew that the the winners would be married and that seemed fake. <laughs> yes. So this year there's two you cups to share and you can tell the difference between the male and female cups. Cause the female one has right. flowers on it. Is this a joke? Didn't and you can tell belts too. Wasn't there a man belt and a woman belt? Does that happen? Yes. I don't remember. Yeah. This year they're both pink. I think so good. Now we get, a I think they were last time. It was like pink and white and pink and black or something. Yes, yeah, which makes sense. It's black it's on heart. pink and then pink on black or something. I think like so, that, right? Yeah. All right. Recap of Hobbs versus Starks from last week. Backstage, Tony Schiavone and QT Marshall. They go into Hobbs's locker room, where QT's trying to make the peace with Hobbs, and and QT says, "Look, what do I have to do? Do I need to knock out the biggest and baddest in AEW to prove to you that I didn't double cross you?" And Hobbs says, "Remember, your word is your bond." Right? Doesn't that mean says, him? I like you have to fight him. Yeah. I guess. That so maybe Hobbs right is like, yeah, you have to fight me now. I think that's what that meant. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. QT. Wow. He's getting, he's been busy this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up is a tag team match. It's the Kings of the black throne, meaning Malachi and, and Brody King. Oh boy. Versus two skinny jobbers. Oh my God. Of course, house of black dominates. And they win. And out comes Andre El Idolo because he wants his mask back. And the green jobber boy is the one who loses. Look, I just... I don't know why. I'm not happy with um, Ian's commentary at all. Oh, really? No. Let me see. I'm going to I'm gonna get my notes up here. Okay, get I wasn't, your notes I wasn't going to make fun of him, but now I'm going to. Because I'm going to defend him when you make fun of him. Okay. I'm going to try to. So he said, first of all, he called Andrade Ellie Dolo. I can't defend that. He did no. call him that. He calls. I thought, who's Ellie? Who's Ellie and who's Ellie Dolo? He calls Martha Hart, Dr. Martha Owen. Okay. Now that one I can defend because the whole night he was saying Martha Hart and that was just a little slip. So that wasn't. And he even corrected himself immediately after saying He called that. Switchblade's finisher the Switchblade. When Juice was trying to do Juice is Loose, he tried to call Pulp Friction because he doesn't watch New Japan. Yeah. So he doesn't know the difference. He did say Blade Runner a whole bunch of times also, though. So maybe that he was He also said, a... here on Ring of Honor. <laughs> this is a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> when you add them up, yes, they add up to a lot of he things. He also said, his, he talked about the wrestler Pac. Which doesn't exist. Yeah. Doesn't right. exist. There's more, but I, is that yeah. enough? I Even mean, Jericho called him Pac, though. So, I mean. That's Jericho. He's an idiot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
anyway. All right, so Riccoboni's not ready for live TV, but I think he's not horrible. I don't think he's horrible, but man, does he ever show that he's not watching everything? You should he's watch got, him. He's got a few things to work out. Yeah. As we'll see in the next show as well, I think. Yep. So, yeah, final, uh, where are we? Final match. It's the Owen Hart tournament final match. It's absolute Ricky Starks versus CM Punk. And boy, there's a lot of people booing Punk in Calgary. Well, Punk's junk. So. And the cameras just want to focus on the punk fans. They don't really focus on any of the They're trying not to make punk a heel here. They're trying so hard to make punk, even with the Owen stuff that he's been saying. They're, they're trying so hard. Um, but he gets a lot of booze. He's wearing pink and black. I don't think the crowd appreciated that. Um, punk can barely do a leapfrog. Um, <laughs> he's old and slow. I, don't I know, know he is. Him, yeah. Ricky had, see how far Ricky had to duck just to get through that leapfrog? I know. Punk is gassed like 30 seconds into oh, this easily. match. So there's lots of rest holds. There's lots of talking. All right, who is more gassed in their match? CM Punk or Vampiro? Or Vampiro? <laughs> CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah, I agree. Well, as good as the opening match was, this is a snooze fest. Ricky has to look like a schlub. He's slowing down to Punk's level. Sunset flip roll up for Punk. One, two, no. And then Ricky just rolls him up the other way and grabs the ropes. One, two, three. Ricky wins. By cheating? By cheating. Yep. Um, why? Okay. More referee problems this week. Why did that idiot ref just stare at the ropes knowing that happened and this yet was not a dusty finish? How? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was expecting the dusty finish. For sure. Because he looked at the ropes and like, why are these ropes shaking the way they are? Stupid. Hmm. Really stupid. But this next so part, oh my Owen God. Champ. Yeah, he goes this... up and he's kind of like rude about it. He he no sells. Jeez, um, um, uh, who was there? Liger. Uh, yeah, Juice and Thunder Liger was there for like 30 So seconds how much then. have we seen Liger in AW tonight before this? None times? None at all. How much do we see him after this? None times? So TK flew Jushin Thunder Liger <laughs> to Canada from Japan, <laughs> which is like a 900-hour flight, <laughs> yeah. so that they could do a gimmick where Starks is like, yoink, and Liger shrugs his shoulders like, what happened? What happened? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, so to say what happens, Ricky walks up the ramp. He just grabs the cup and leaves. He doesn't even acknowledge Liger. Wow, that was rude. And it's not like they were in Southern California, so Liger could go to the LA Dojo and do some stuff there. It was No, this is this nowhere is near Canada. anything. <laughs> wow. What happened? I don't get it. And he didn't show up anywhere else. Like you said, he wasn't on Battle of the Belts. Yeah. Speaking of that, probably not. Speaking of Battle of the Belts. Yeah. Same place, same time. It immediately starts right after the first show. And this is where we actually see Ricky doing the the, the no-sell to Liger. Right. Um, Again, Nigel Riccoboni on commentary for this one-hour show. Uh, Commentary is confused because CM Punk won't leave ringside. So they have to stall and, and confuse everybody waiting for Punk to leave. That was so dumb because that didn't show. lead to anything. That was just Punk. Right. I hated that. He's just shaking hands in Canada. Get over it. And did you see? Get out. He made friends yeah. with, he was friends with the one guy and the guy sitting next to that guy hated was Punk flipping. and was giving him the finger in his face. 
Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, he was double burdening him right there. Believe me, Punk Oof. deserves the middle finger right in his face. He does. You don't have to touch him. Don't touch him. But don't he deserves him. that. You know what happens, and worse. Yeah. So He'll send his friend to bite you. It's true. Well, now they say it's the intercontinental, or sorry, international title next. Right. And then they say, what a collision that will be. Yeah, I see? I, right. So what happens is there's a, there's a problem with the switcher. So they they go to the they say they're going to throw to the match, but then instead it goes to a transition and comes back to the table. Ian yeah. has this big grin on his face, like he's so confused as to what just happened. Yeah. And that's when they say it'll be a great collision. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I felt so bad for Ian because I'm like, okay, this is his first time doing live for you guys. In these weird circumstances where you're doing back-to-back live shows. And, and this is a guy this, this is a guy that does his work from home. He can take these pre-recorded Ring of Honors and just do the audio at his house yeah. or his studio or whatever. Yeah. So this is a guy that's not used to this at all. Not yeah. at all. And boy, this was embarrassing. I put this on. I don't put this on him. I put this on AEW for What well, was their error, but what is he talking about collision for? I don't know. What did a someone weird feed thing him that to say. Line? Like, <laughs> did knows? he maybe... He thought there was a graphic for something for Collision and they had to advertise that first or something, but that's not right. what... No. Okay. That's what it sounded like. They just made him look... They made him look real bad. Yep. Okay. So we're going to go into this match. It's Orange Cassidy's music. It's the AEW International Championship match. Oh, look. Orange Cassidy has his title back. Yay. He does. Yeah. <sighs> and they say, well, you know, while you weren't looking, they got the title away that's from Lance Archer. That's dumb. It's real dumb. Uh, Jake Roberts is there. The crowd likes that. And the match starts with a fury. Cassidy, for, in a rare show of, of seriousness, uh, is attacking his opponent. Well, if he doesn't, he's going to lose. Gonna, like, he's real He's going to be quick. murder-hawked. Yeah. Yes. This guy beats up babies. He's going to beat you up, too. That's true. It's not really true. Cassidy does the lazy kicks to Jake Roberts outside the ring, and that's not smart. Um, Archer beats up a bunch of security guys. So does Cassidy. They body slam all these guys. Oh, he does the, Cassidy does the Kanemaru. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Rick Abani calls for a commercial and then Nigel says, no, we're not going to commercial. Yeah, that's the other thing. Just like when Kevin started and when they tell him you're going to break in 30 seconds or whatever, he's like, OK, we got to go to break. And it's like, you know, that was three seconds right there, not 30. Right. So right. build to yeah. it. Gotta build to it. Yeah. Then finally, they do go to picture in picture. Archer uh, catches the orange punch with his hand. Yikes. Uh, Jake tries to DDT Cassidy, but Archer says, no, you're not doing that. How many times are we going to have Jake going or Lance going, don't do not do it, Jake. You're evil, and I'm trying not to be. Then why is yeah. Jake still with him? I don't know. Contract, maybe. I guess. They fight on the apron as the referee counts. Cassidy knocks Archer off the apron and jumps in the ring just as the ref reaches 10. Cassidy wins by countout. That was dumb. Uh, it was it's a dumb way to bring Stooge, Archer back. Stooge yeah. Bryce again, who was the guy that that uh, did the the count the the wrong thing in that uh, CM Punk match. And then, yeah. did you notice how he counted? It was like one, two, three. So we have a cadence, and then seven, and then like five minutes pass. Eight. And then they do a spot, and he has to wait for their spot to be over to say nine. It was horrible. Yeah. yeah. What a joke. 
Right. Tony Schiavone's in the ring now. He introduces the acclaimed. They come in and do their rap. And Billy says he's going to scissor everybody in the crowd tonight. Wow, that's a big promise. And I can tell you that he didn't didn't do that. So. He did not fulfill that. No. Uh, Max Caster says they accept the QT challenge for Royal Rampage. Good God. Uh, that's the one with two rings, right? Yeah, two rings. Okay. Bowens says the acclaimed get a rematch for the trio's titles on collision. All right. So. And then. Wh- why? What? I guess is the question. <laughs> so you got to get those ratings up. That's why. Okay. Right. And they scissor. Even goofy Tony Schiavone gets to scissor. Uh-huh. Did you see his face after he did it? He was so happy. He He's was very like, happy. Look what I did on TV. It's like letting your dad in on the joke. He it's got kind to be. of amazing. He was happy. Uh, let's see. Next up, it's the Women's World Championship match. It's Taya Valkyrie versus Tony Storm. Hey, too bad. Now, you watched it later. I watched it live. Mine dies in the middle of the, the match. And As did mine. Oh, yours yeah. did too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Taya looks great in her bright red cowgirl outfit. Um, you can tell she's happy to be here in uh, Calgary. It's her yeah. home, I guess. Tony Storm has Ruby Soho with her, but thankfully no Soraya. Uh, Taya. But why does Tony come out? I'm sorry. Why does Ruby come out? And she has like the expression of that. She didn't lose the tournament, didn't lose any matches and was out there for the first time tonight. I understand this is the second show, but everyone knows that it's in the same building and that you just had that match. But she was like in like normally wrestlers are not good at that. They're not good at pretending. She was actually really good at pretending, except that made it look stupid because it seemed like she didn't care that she lost. And she cares right. a lot. She does care a lot because last year she was in the final and this year she was in the final and she yeah, lost both times. Yeah, and she times. has that enough is enough jacket. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Blue Thunder by Taya, Hip Attack, and then we go off the air. We sure really do. Good hip Attack. We go straight into like weird robot video, color bars, and look at that magenta shine. It's great. It's about it's four so many, long. and then so many commercials. Yeah. Come back for about um, some more color bars. It goes off the air again. And then after, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, we see Tony Schiavone on the stage. <laughs> He's introducing the Owen Hart winners. Willow now, and Ricky. okay, but you didn't, did you not get. The Julia Hart match from a week ago? I did not get that. I no. did. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> they were like, quick, we got to put something on the TV. So they played a million commercials and then a Julia Hart part of a oh. Julia Hart match. And as soon as we came back on the air, yes, that's when that's when it was Martha Hart. Okay. I guess maybe I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah, so here we are. It's, it's Willow and Ricky... Willow looks like she doesn't know where she's supposed to go. Ricky's not helping her. No. Out comes Dr. Martha Hart and Tony Khan dressed in their phony cowboy gear. It's so good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Martha's going to talk some more. That's okay. <laughs> it was fine. This year, she's got a podium so she can put her speech down there on there. And don't mi- don't mix really her up just... with, with uh, Dana Warrior. Stop it. She's not that no, bad. No, no. I'm saying this year I know. She, she has a speech, but... I know. I'm saying she's not as bad as, you know... She's bad. No, I'm not comparing. Didn't even cross my mind to compare the two. <gasps> oh, guess what? what? Because we because we went so long, because there's so many shows, um, I have uh, that collision rating. 
because normally I don't oh. get them until after we do the show. All right, yeah. 579,000 viewers, so it was almost identical. Uh, so nobody wanted to watch CM Punk in the finals? Uh, I, I don't know. It's almost identical. That's good, right? Okay, I guess. I would not say that's bad. Well, no, I guess it's better that it's not going down anymore. Oh, and this just in. Teddy Hart oh. got arrested. Oh, no. Playa, oh playa. God. Again, TMZ is saying that Teddy Hart got arrested in Titusville, Florida. That's not a real place. They found MDMA and steroids. Oh, dear. What is MDMA? Molly? And steroids in Hart's vehicle following a traffic stop. Oops. He's facing two felony felony charges. Oh, boy. Wow. Who's he trafficking this to? This guy. I don't know. Uh-oh. Oh, well, stay tuned for more of that. Yikes. Yeah, okay. so Martha has her speech. She, she can't talk without having a speech because she has to read it word for word. Um, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to mess up and humiliate herself. I'm fine. I'm glad. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> she presents the the title belts to um to both Willow and Ricky. She doesn't know their names though, so she just says here's your belts. Yep. And uh, that's it. Wow. Next up it's the TNT Championship match. Sean Spears, why versus Luchasaurus with Chris So Sean Page. Spears is in the main event is what you're telling me here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Spears has white contacts in his eyeballs. Yep. Looks like that's my Pueblo. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Christian carries the title belt for Luchasaurus and backstage Scorpio Sky is watching on the monitor. Okay. Here's where Riccoboni tells us that Tony Storm retained her title earlier. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. So when we first came back to Ian, he just said, wow, that weather knocked out the satellite. Really? You you, you you missed that Tony Storm match. He never said who won. <laughs> no, he didn't. What? What yeah. a goon. Okay, that that's too many strikes. I understand it's his first live night, but that's yeah. a lot. So here's my defense for him on that one. Maybe he didn't know if they were going to show it later, so he keeps the secret. But it already happened, so who cares? Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just trying what? to help. I, I know to... you are. I know you are. I want him to do well because we don't have a choice. So I want him to do well. Okay. Kevin Kelly's gone. Full head of speed. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's full head of speed. Okay. Aw. Okay. Well, Spears chases Christian around the ring. Luchasaurus chokeslams Spears through a table. Um, there's a chair that gets wedged between turnbuckles. Luchasaurus smacks it with his head. And then we just get a lariat to the back of Spears' head. One, two, three. Luchasaurus that retains. That junky. Yeah. Christian poses with the championship belt because he thinks he's wow. the champion. And Sean Spears is in the main event. Why? Well, you won't see that again, probably. Yikes. Why is he not a bigger deal, Sean Spears? Because uh, he, like he was only a big t- he was only ever a big deal when he was perfect ten and WWE didn't want to pull the trigger on him, and then he died. Yeah. Which is what's gonna happen to LA Knight if they don't uh, do the same thing. Well, it's true. It's. I mean, it's true. Their history always does that, right? Yes, always. Look at Karrion Cross. Look at uh, DIY. Look at. Yeah, but they actually everybody. had good runs in NXT. That's different. This is, this is just a guy gets organically over, and WWE goes, mm, nah. Right. So. 
But then they, then they, yeah, then they did show that, that, uh, what's it called? The house of torture finish. Oh, right. Yeah. They went back and said, here's the end of the match. So dumb. Okay. Well, I have emails about this here. Okay. Or at least the email. Um, it's from AEWEN. He says, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends, after a couple weeks of feeling unimportant, this week's collision managed to be the show I was hoping for. Two out of three falls match. Reminder how amazing FTR and Juice are. And it's a pleasant indicator of how far Juice has come since abandoning the goofy face stuff to become a sleazy heel. Willow winning the Owen was a delightful moment. It was also reassurance to me that AEW see the same value in her that I do. Yeah, it took TK a little too long. Yeah. And Punk versus Starks was probably Punk's best match since coming back, which I realize is yeah, it's faint, faint praise. I, I know it's, it's look, it was OK. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think this was his best match since Punk's, coming back. Punk's a little bit of a slug. That's all I'm going to say. More than anything, though, it felt like a special event. One hour addition of Battle of the Belts meant we had four title defenses, two tournament finals and what was effectively a mini pay-per-view on free TV. Albeit with one with terrible pacing. The problem is on a mini pay-per-view, you wouldn't have this many champion versus a person that can't beat them. Right. Exactly. So that's the big difference. The show would have flowed better if they'd put the international TNT and women's matches on collision and moved the two out of three falls match to battle the belts. Yeah, what about the TBS title? The there are probably ratings reasons for not doing this. Wait, put you cannot put the two out of three falls on battle of the belts. You get a little bit of timing issue and you're screwed. Yeah, because that's an only hour show and yeah, that you, match was you an can't, hour long. Yeah, you can't do that. They're probably rating the battle of the belt <laughs> right, for not doing this, but it would have improved the narrative of the show. And that's the other reason, too. Because, yeah, you can say belts because it's two titles, I guess. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair Lastly, enough. and I feel a bit unfair saying this, one of the things that really helped the show was that Kevin wasn't on it. <gasps> He's had issues finding his feet on Collision. Even back in New Japan, he's been saying some weird stuff lately. Remember? Okay, I never talked about this. Remember? Maybe it was during the best of Super Juniors. He became a bully for a while. He was getting really jerky and telling people, saying that the NXT kids are just video game players and they should go F themselves. Do you do you remember this? He didn't say go F themselves. But he said, like... <laughs> The the New Japan Tojo is real and the NXT oh, okay. system's garbage. Yeah, sure. it was super weird. Yeah. But anyway, Ian Riccoboni did a solid, ignorable play-by-play job. I totally disagree, but that's fine. And managed to rein in Nigel's worst instincts. In fact, aside from accidentally referring to AEW as Ring of Honor one time, I have no real complaints. You need to listen again there, buddy, about his commentary. Uh-huh. And for wrestling commentary in 2023, that's a compliment. Yeah, well, you missed a lot then. Oh, it's fine. He called somebody else's finisher the wrong name, too. I just can't remember which one. But yeah, it was weird. It almost is like when stuff happens and a show feels important, the show is better as a result. I'd better make a note of that, as there's a lot of bookers who haven't figured it out. They, but they'll, they'll never listen. They don't learn. They don't figure it out because they don't learn. Thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends, AWE. And P.S. Dear Hinare, your head is where your brain lives. I don't know. I don't... I know you don't use your brain for very much, but bouncing Uh against the floor means you're going to have a bad time in the G1. Hey, look, you should be mad that he bounced against somebody's head because bouncing against the floor was not all his fault. It was partially his fault. Right. It was both men's, you know, responsibility there. 
And in yeah. fact, you could argue that besides he didn't tuck right or whatever, it's the responsibility of the guy giving you the move to protect you. Yeah, I put more of the so. blame on Mikey Nichols. Yeah. Um, especially with the headbutting. I know that Hunter probably initiated that, but wow. You don't have to macho up on it and <laughs> cause all kinds of loopy brain problems. That was horrendous. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do uh, Raw. Thanks, Ian. Thank you, Ian. We're, uh, we're on Raw now, so we just watched yep. Raw, and it was live from Atlanta, Georgia. Boy, this three hours. This sure was three hours. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Tonight, here's the card. Sammy and Kevin against Damian Priest and Dominic in a non-title match. Riddle versus Gunter with Imperium banned from ringside in a non-title match. Patrick Irishman says extract revenge, like he's going to get it removed. And then tag title match. You know, you exact revenge, everyone. You exact it. You do not extract it. revenge. Like remove it from something. It doesn't even make sense. You would rather inject it than extract it. Um, And a tag title match for the actual titles. It's Raquel and Liv against racist Sonya and Chelsea Green. We'll stay tuned for that. But we're in Atlanta, so Cody comes out first. He gets a welcome home chant, and he says, you know, Brock should come out here right now and accept my challenge for SummerSlam. We know he's here, so come on out. Nothing happens. He says, no matter what, no matter when you do show up, I'll be in this ring waiting for you. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. First of all, that's not how that works. Are you going to hold the show hostage? Because that's what you have to do. And whenever you do this... I'll be in, no matter what, I'll be here waiting. It always makes the faces look like liars and idiots because either you have to send Brock out right now or you have to send officials out to get the show on the road and makes Cody look like a moron. So not good. But Cody's mom is in the front row and they show her and then, okay, here comes Brock. Oh my God, he F5s Cody's mom. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> but Brock's music plays. And he doesn't come out. And then his music plays again. And he doesn't come out. So Cody runs up to the stage. Runs backstage. And all of a sudden a chair goes flying out of the backstage area. Like we're supposed to believe Brock hit Cody with a chair. And it ricocheted almost into the crowd. That was kind of dumb. Yeah, you hear the clanking sound of it too. Right. Yeah. So they fight. Uh, Brock uses the chair on Cody. He brings Cody all the way to Cody's mom in at ringside and F five is him right in front of his mom. Mm. And then he tries to break his arm with the Kimura and then he tries to put the Kimura on his mom. No, that never happened. Right. But Brock throws Cody into the ring, puts on another Kimura and he yells challenge accepted SummerSlam B word. And then we go to break, but a lot of moms at ringside this week. Who was the other mom that took a swing at the, it was uh, Mrs. Oh. Wayne. Oh, yeah, Nick, Nick Wayne's mom. Yeah. Oh, and um, Scott Demore. That's right. That's who I meant. Scott Demore's mom. A lot of moms. It's Billy right. Ray, yeah. A lot of moms. If only they had um, Trent's mom on. That would be Aww. complete. She could drive them all to the show. Yep. During the break. Oh, by the way, a commercial playing saying, please watch SmackDown and FS1. And they push this more than they've ever pushed FS1 ever in the history of WWE. Desperate. Yep. Oh, so many times. The commentator said it. Graphics on the screen. Commercials for it. Just they are saying, please keep this at two million. Please. 
I don't know if it's possible. We'll find out. During the break, Brock hit Cody with a chair, so he, you know, bloodthirsty. Okay, yeah. here we go. First match of the night, Riddle versus Gunter in a non-title match. And at least this was a good match and it wasn't lopsided like Money in the Bank because Money in the Bank, it was just Gunter killing Riddle, which is fine. But yeah. more reminders about FS1. I'm not actually going to mention all the reminders because there's so many. Yeah. The Imperium kids watch backstage. The match is good. Powerbomb, though. Gunter wins, and that's it. So, wow, Riddle. Do you know where yeah. Drew was this week? Uh, No, I don't know where he was. Shooting a movie with Batista. Oh. Yeah. All the right. story is something... Ab- okay, so the story is something about... Is he a hitman or he's some kind of guy? Batista... He's somebody, he's some like mafia guy or whatever, some sort of agent guy or something. And he gets diagnosed with terminal disease. So he calls a hit out on himself because he doesn't want to live like that. He finds out that it was a lie that somebody just wanted to kill him. So they gave bad diagnosis. (laughs) Now the movie is about him trying to stop all these key people from killing him. (laughs) Doesn't that sound awesome? (laughs) <laughs> and re- I mean ridiculous, but doesn't that it's sound so awesome? Ridiculous, but yeah. it's funny. Yeah, I love it. I want to see this now because I saw uh, Batista in that knock at the cabin. His acting right. was unbelievably believable and good. I could not believe what I was seeing. Like when you think of Batista, unless you're thinking yeah. of Drax, which you know that's a character. This was just yeah. Batista as a school teacher that had to convince someone that if they didn't commit murder and yeah. kill a family member that the world would end. And he had to yeah. say this sincerely. Hmm. And it worked. It was awesome. So I I will see this movie with Batista and Drew McIntyre in it. Batista <laughs> is the guy who's trying to avoid being killed? Yeah. Batista in, was the one movie? that, okay. yeah, Drew's just like, okay. Drew was only there for one taping or filming okay. or whatever. So he's, so like he's one of the hitmen, probably, probably one of the hitmen or a friend or something. Yeah. He's not a main character, but it's a, it's okay. Batista's movie. So, oh, all right. And Ben Kingsley is in it as well. So, Oh, I love Ben Kingsley. Okay. I'll go see this. Interesting. This is yeah. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see it right away. But anyway, go back to the match here. Gunter wins the match. He gets on the announce table and he tells the crowd this is the greatest night of your life because you came here to see the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. And Drew McIntyre will fall just like everybody else. So it's, it's Gunter at his best. It's just, he's doing so good in WWE. I'm, I shouldn't say I'm shocked because a lot of it's the booking, but everything they've given him, he's done correctly. Yeah. So he's good. Good for him. Patrick says that tonight is a Vikings rules match. I think that's different. That's Vikings. Vikings rule is different than Viking rules. We're not saying that the Vikings rule. Anyway, backstage interview with Raquel and Liv. They say, we're going to beat all the teams. And they mention teams (laughs) that aren't even really teams. And then Rhea comes in and she headbutts Liv, fights with Raquel and officials come in for the pull part, and I guess Raquel's knee fell off at some point here. Yeah. So okay. kicked her in the knee. Yeah. Judgment Day come out to the ring, and they have to wait there for eight years because we have commercials. We have a Cody um, promo where he's oh my god, he has a special on Peacock, and he calls it Sports Entertainment Mount Rushmore, and I thought uh. that was so gross 
for someone Wasn't like Cody. He just on AEW, yelling I know, about how and this saying is about how it's wrestling. I know. With sports, a tear in his eye, sport and a lump yeah. in his throat. Sports Entertainment, Mount Rushmore. Get the f out of here. Yeah, get out of here, you phony. Yeah. Vikings get ready for their stupid match by doing a chant and a prayer or something. So they're gonna wish for something rain or beef stew it's judgment day in the ring i'm getting a bit sick of them by the way i i don't hate the group by any means but i think there's an oversaturation point coming with them so maybe other people have not hit it yet i'm sad every time i see them that's how i react really why are you sad for the viking raiders because no i said judgment day the vikings are judgment day yeah yeah i i yeah yeah, they're, oh, definitely it's oversaturated. We're okay. at that point. All right. I thought it was just yeah. me. Rhea cuts a weird promo and it's fake. I don't believe a word she's saying. She's like, people are stupid because they thought the group, we, we Judgment Day might break up, but we're the best. What does one have to do? What? And then she calls it the woman title. I don't know. Why? Why are we still doing that? Uh, she know. says somehow... Balor and Priest will both be world champion. Well, unless one cashes in on the other, I don't see how that would happen. And then Dominic's going to be the North American champion on crappy NXT. Uh... I'm afraid he will. Okay, didn't Solo Sokoa just like last year or even beginning of this year, I don't remember when, win the North American title and then HBK like got his one googly eye out and he said... No, a guy from Raw or SmackDown can't win our title. Get out of here. And he took it away from him. Why are we letting Dominic even go for this? I'm going to look this up. This was in October, I think. Okay, so not even a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why now is it okay to steal that title uh-huh. away from NXT? And Dominic he let- asked Sakoa to vacate the title since he was not sanctioned to complete to compete in the match. What does that even mean? I don't know. That's stupid. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens come out. Sammy makes fun of Dominic and says everybody wants to see us beat him up. Priest wants their match tonight to be a title match. And Sammy's like, okay, Kevin, you've been quiet. So why don't you decide? And Owens goes nuts and says, okay. And he loses his temper. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Tonight, Miz TV. So it's good because his rage made them make a bad decision. You know, Mm -hmm. we're... That's the story. We're putting our title Maybe the they'll lose the titles because so, Owens yeah, is good. angry. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, Miss TV with Becky Lynch is tonight. Now, we're in the doctor's office with Liv, Raquel, and some hobo from a dumpster. <laughs> I feel so bad for homeless people when I make when I compare them to Adam Pierce. I feel so bad. Right. Um, doctors. Okay, so the doctor clears Raquel. He says, you are cleared. But I would not recommend that you wrestle. And she goes, so, but I can wrestle. This is like slam reverse, except worse. And then, yeah. And Adam Pierce is like, she can wrestle. Then the match is on. So the doctor clears Raquel. So the match is on, even though the doctor recommended that she doesn't do it, even though she was cleared, even though this is so dumb. This is the worst doctor apart from Slammiversary. These doctors suck. Yeah, they're bad. Backstage, Alpha Academy gets ready for their match. Now, tag title match, it's Chelsea Green and Racist Sonia versus Liv Morgan and injured but cleared but injured Raquel. Yeah. Okay. So this sure is a match. It It's not bad. It just exists. 
somehow mm. Karen, as in Chelsea, pins Liv. New champions. Wow. Right. But it makes yeah, sense because the plan for SummerSlam was Rhea against Raquel, and now it might be Leah against uh, Rhea against Liv. So that's, huh. That's, but either way, what a waste. Rhea's just going to destroy either one of them. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, Corey Graves. He keeps saying, he said it, I think, seven times last week and like three or four times this week. He keeps saying, Chelsea doing the unpretty her but yeah, her graphic says it it's lot. the her graphic says it's the I'm prettier. Chelsea says it's the I'm prettier. WWE superstar. I checked the superstars website. You know where they where they, you know they just updated it with the the that they're they're tag champions. That yeah. Chelsea and Sonya are tag champs. It says on there it's the I'm prettier. Where did? Is is Graves thinking of the disarm her or something? I think that's what he's doing. Yeah, and he's going into business for himself, thinking, "Ah, you got a better name for this." Why movie. is no one changing it? Why is no one telling him? Why is Chelsea not telling him? I don't think she knows. She's not watching the show back. She probably doesn't know. Anyway, yeah. Rollins is backstage with. Okay, this was so stupid. Ro- oh my god! You should go back and watch this again if you want to see WWE. Just the minor continuity. Just, just bothersome thing for me but with production errors like this i hate it rollins is backstage with byron for an interview they're pretending they're getting ready but that's not now that's that's after a bunch of crap because they say up next we're going to show you all that bloodline stuff from smackdown here on raw but guess what that's not even up next because byron (laughs) is going to interview rollins nope byron teleports and he rushes over and he's with new tag team champions, the Karen Club, with two Ks. Yeah. I made that up. So right. that means they mic'd him up, got him all ready for the interview, took off his mic, took off his pack, took off the right. lapel. He ran into a hallway, did an interview, and then they're going to mic him up again? That sounds fake. <laughs> I don't believe that. Now, I don't either. They do a bloodline recap. They show the whole thing again. But I and, really enjoyed this Chelsea part when she was trying to thank everybody. Oh, yeah. When she's and like, she's it's like she won an award and it's incredible. It was neat because Sonya was just like, OK, OK, that's enough. That's enough. I, right. But I not, it's the, never enough. The back for, and forth between those two. It was neat. Yes. Yeah. Chelsea Green's great. I didn't used to. Yeah. Well, I loved her when she was Lauren Van, Lauren Van Ness and when she was the, yeah. the whole crazed marriage. I, that was great. Oh, I loved it when she was, was insane. Really that was wonderful. So. This version of her, I'm really starting to like, but I just like her yeah. in general because I think she's a good wrestler and somebody that they could do something with. So I'm glad she's a champion in WWE now. So yeah. even if it is the worthless women's tag titles, which mean nothing. So, okay. Now Byron interviews Rollins. Look at his mic. It is in the exact same spot because this is fake. It's, he didn't <laughs> move out of that chair. Nope. But anyway, I know that's nothing, but it's just annoying. Yeah. Uh, Rollins says he has big plans for SummerSlam. He says Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, Gunter, they've all earned the chance to face me. So maybe they'll have to fight each other, I think. But no, Balor comes in and he says, I want my rematch. And Rollins says, you need to stop living in the past. And Balor says, well, guess what, Seth? I'm going to injure you. And I'm going to laugh at you 
and I'm going to end your career and I'm going to alter it forever. What does alter it forever mean if you've already ended his career? Yeah, it's a slip. I think yeah. he was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to say end your, end your career. <laughs> Maybe. Rollins says, we don't need a match to do that. We could just fight right now. And Balor leaves. But it was a trap. He comes back and attacks Rollins. So, yeah. Okay. I really liked uh, Sirius Rollins here in this moment. I liked that. This and, and Balor was good. They're both good yeah. here. Yep. Yeah. When, when Seth Rollins isn't doing that fake laugh, guess what? He's good. So. Yeah. I was reminded how he can be good. Exactly. He? The Viking ship is connected to the ring just like that match with the New Day, the Viking rules match. And yeah. here we go. Alpha Academy come out. Oh, guess what? Patrick says, how will Maxine fare in a Viking rules match? And guess She's what? Not She's not in it. It's a, do they think this is a six person tag? Because Graves goes, I don't know. We'll find out. And it's like, he almost fooled can, me when he said that. I'm like, yeah, wait, I thought it was a tag match. They can do a spot in the match, but they're not in the match. Yeah. So Maxine gets her, her jacket back. Oh, by the way, Titus is on commentary for some reason. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like Titus O'Neil. This ruined the match for me. For other people that like, say, football head, they probably loved this. Because this match was Alpha Academy against the Viking Raiders with Titus and Graves screaming at the top of their lungs the entire time. Yeah. I just... They're like, oh, it's Animal Planet. Look at these big guys. Oh, right. I, oh every move. No, we can't do that. Oh, yeah, because it was impressive moves of, of big men picking up big men or even Gable deadlifting Ivar and correct. things like that. And but so my they God. scream like they just saw World Star or something. They're like, this is the, yeah, this is, it was too over the top for me. Yeah. And the match was okay. But guess what? The finish is terrible. Valhalla right. slaps Otis and that makes Otis not be able to defend himself so they powerbomb him and then Otis loses because of that and the Vikings win. Really? Yuck. What a dumb finish. But at least Maxine got her varsity jacket back or whatever that thing oh, was. Boy. The last jacket she'll ever wear, they said. Because she did a successful, what, jump off the top rope? Is that what she did to earn it? Yep. That's uh, all it was. Okay. Barely. That's all it takes. Tonight, Nakamura against Bronson Reed, who they are now calling, it doesn't say it in the graphic yet, but they're now calling... Big Bronson Reed. Uh, now I knew what was going to happen because I had the script, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I don't know if this is a good idea, but we'll find out. Oh, now we see the graphic for the main event. And it still doesn't say that it's for the tag titles. Yet it is for the tag titles. So good job, WCW. I mean, WWE. <laughs> Shayna Baszler comes out too no reaction and we go to break when we come back no. nikki cross is coming out so the match is shana against nikki excuse me and i think oh no this crowd's going to cheer for nikki cross so they're going to boo shana and i think shana's supposed to be the face but i'm not sure but before i could even get that thought finished in my head within seconds shana has nikki tapping out to the cure food to clutch so yeah Rhonda is in the crowd or something like up in the sky and she says dumb stuff about front door, back door and what's better this or this. And it's one of those things where like, I'm like, I don't know. Those sound both. They're like, they're fine. And the crowd is like, 
yeah, who's the heel? Who are we supposed to cheer for? So the answer is nobody. Right. So Shayna says, I'm a better Ronda Rousey than you. Let's fight Mm. now. And Ronda says, yeah. Oh, so they're going to fight. No. So she pulled a Taz with yeah, no. Yeah, no. And why would you want to be a better Ronda Rousey? Why would you want Why would you want to be Ronda that? Rousey? I don't know. Shayna tries to go through the crowd and security stops her. And Ronda says, let's settle this at the SummerSlam. Yeah, I know. We okay. knew this was going to happen. So whatever. Yeah, bye, Ronda. Yes. But will the crowd cheer Shayna on Ronda's way out like they're supposed to? Not I would say no. Because when is SummerSlam? Is it next weekend? Uh, no, because it's in, it's the beginning of August. So that would be, so they two, have time to weeks, do something to make Shayna two weeks. Uh, okay. Yeah. Week and a half. So whatever. two weeks, two weeks to make Shayna something that's worth cheering. Yep. Uh, let me make sure. Let's see when SummerSlam really Maybe she'll is. save some puppies Summer from a burning school bus or something. Slam. Didn't I do this before? And I didn't know when it was August 5th. Yes. So that's okay. Yeah, that's two and a half weeks away. Okay. So, all right. Uh, okay, so after that, backstage interview with Ricochet, he says, I challenge you, YouTube internet sociopath that should be in prison for fraud. Meet me on Raw next week. I swear we did this already. Yeah. We did. Tired of it. Becky Lynch walking. Now Corey Graves says, this is where he goes, we now know Roman Reigns will be live on SmackDown. Thanks. Well, we knew that for... Just because you don't watch SmackDown and you only watch, you know, you know what? If he only watches the bloodline, then he should have known. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Miz TV. So Miz is already in the ring. You know what he says? I'm back. When did he leave? What? (laughs) What is he talking about? (laughs) Then he says, I'm surprised I don't still get. I. He says, I'm surprised I don't get you still got it chance. Why would (laughs) Okay. And then he says he beat Tommaso Champion. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, Guest Becky Lynch out and Miz says, Becky, you're a loser. So she wrecks the set in anger. She gets in Miz's face and says, let's get this over with. I know this, how the show works. And she threatens to castrate Miz. Not making yep. that up. Trish and Zoe come out. Oh my God. Trish talks and gets crickets. Nothing she says lands. She says, hey, in the ring there, I thought you were a Rue. So in her Canadian voice, I thought you were, you were Rue. That's Becky's daughter. But does like, no one, Trish, it doesn't work. Please go away. I cannot wait for after SummerSlam until she's gone. So she says, I won't fight you. And Becky goes. What's wrong, Trish? You can't win. And Trish goes, okay, I'll fight you. Yeah. But, oh my God, who wrote this? this- she, well, they watched they watched uh, AEW when, uh, when Adam Cole was goading MJF into stuff. And right. they just. Yeah, but that, that was like your chicken. And then it's like, okay, you, yeah. you have a trigger. This was just like, oh, I guess well, you can't a, win on your own. And she's like. They did a lazy copy and paste. It was very lazy. But get get this. This is some bad, bad, bad writing. Trish yeah. goes, I will wrestle you at SummerSlam, but these are my ground rules or stipulation or whatever. Okay. There yeah. are three things. <laughs> Becky has to agree to them all. Right. The problem 
is that they it's impossible to to do them it's not possible because if one happens then two can't happen and if two happens then one can't happen so trish is a genius underneath it all right if that was the story, then yes, but that's not. The story <laughs> is that the writings, the story is written by idiots. So here's yes. what Trish says. She says, so first, you have to beat Zoe Stark to get to me because you right. haven't beaten her yet. Right. Becky says, okay, fine. Second, <laughs> when you lose that match, <laughs> but wait, that, huh? <laughs> If she loses it, then it's over. When you lose it, you have to say, thank you, Trish. And Becky goes, okay, agreed. What? If you lost, then you couldn't, it wouldn't matter if you said thank you, Trish, because you wouldn't wouldn't be able to have, what? Yeah. Uh, So So if you lose to Zoe, you don't get to fight Trish, but you also have to say thank you trish yes and then you don't get the SummerSlam match so why are we even yeah. going by the rules anymore so why right. would you even say thank you trish you wouldn't oh my god this is so bad unless you have then, honor that okay. makes you say it so then third you have to tattoo thank you trish across your chest and becky wow. goes done guess what when they put the graphic up for this match later for the, the for, sorry for the zoe match later against becky uh it doesn't, it only says one stipulation. <laughs> this is so stupid. So <laughs> Becky agrees to all the things. Then they fight. Becky rips off the face guard off of Trish's face, hits Trish with it, then wears it. Imagine how smelly that is being up mm-hmm. against her face like that all, all the time. And then mm. uses it to, to peck uh, Zoe right in <laughs> yeah. the face like a bird. Zoe sells that really good, doesn't she? Yep. Yep, it's ridiculous. She flops around like Shawn Michaels after that. Well, it might have hurt really bad. So, yeah. wow, what a dumb written segment, and Trish just gets no reaction at all. Yeah. Now I want the tattoo segment where she's getting the tattoo. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Nakamura against Bronson Reed, big Bronson Reed. Oh, my God, we barely get a match. Chompy attacks Reed, disqualification. So, so Nakamura loses. So he walks up to Chompy and he's like, hey, why'd you ruin my match? And he kicks Chompy and that's supposed to be a heel turn, by the way. Oh, is it? That was in my script. Wow. There's more. Sammy and Kevin get ready backstage. We go backstage to Nakamura. He's interviewed by Byron. And Nakamura says, I'm tired of everybody getting involved in my business. And Byron's like, well, can you tell us? And he goes, Byron, I'm tired of everybody getting involved in my business. So he leaves and yeah, so Nakamura's and then Graves pushes it further. Graves on commentary is like, I wonder I want I wonder what this new Nakamura is going to be like next week or whatever. And I wanted Nakamura to rush out and scream in Corey's <laughs> ear. I'm tired of everybody getting involved in my business. I love that. Yeah. I wish they would do that, but they did not. Yeah. But they don't have fun. okay. So my question: They don't. So my question is: Didn't we try Nakamura as a heel before, and it was not that great? It was horrible. So why are we doing this again? Because he's tired of everybody getting in his, his business. Maybe. Yeah. 
Next week, the card is Becky against Zoe, the rematch with one stipulation, not three. Drew and uh-huh. Gunter face-to-face. That's nothing. And face-to-face with YouTube guy and Ricochet. Yeah. Why are there two face-to-faces? And also, that doesn't sound like a good rating to me at all. Should I watch that show? What do you think? Maybe. Well, I'm not going to give in to Larry's demands, so you might have to be on the show. Uh-oh. Yeah. Larry's got to come up. Larry's lawyers have to come up with something better than that to get him back on the I show. I need to. I need to get the number of his lawyers. One eight hundred legit lawyer real. I think it is. <laughs> yes. Main event tag title match: Sam and Kevin against Priest and Dominic. Um, wow, it's a cluster. Before the match, Seth Rollins attacks Finn Balor, and then Damian Priest kicks Sammy in the head, and it misses completely, and Sammy has to sell it. Then Rhea tries to cheat, and Livs comes out to fight her, and then I was like, I thought the match was supposed to be Rhea and Raquel. They better not do Rhea against Raquel and Liv and junk them up. No, please don't. Uh, Or are they going to do, I'll beat you both, and then that's a triple threat, but then why would Liv fight Raquel? This is stupid. I don't like this at all. But anyway, cluster match, stunner to jobber priest, haluva kick to jobber Dominic, and the face is retained. So now Dominic just jobbed out, and he has a North American title match the next day. Yeah. That's great. It's a lower title. Isn't that, that great, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to build him up. That's your raw. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry you had to suffer through that three hours. Could have been worse. Oh, it could have... Wh- this is not even nearly as bad as how Raw used to be. This is fine yeah, I mean, compared to that. The in problem... The, in the last, uh, this year of all the Raws I had to watch, this was definitely one of the better ones. It was fine. The problem yeah. is, it was fine, but it's three hours long. We have some of the greatest wrestling in the world happening right now, and we're sitting through three hours of, it was all right. That yeah. should not be. It shouldn't. No, no, definitely not. So... It definitely feels like a giant holding pattern until SummerSlam. Can we get a can we get a um, a story where Becky has to have Trish tattooed on her chest, and then Becky's daughter is wondering if that's her mommy? We okay, we can like do that. that. Yeah, and then later when the daughter grows up and wrestles, we'll just pretend we never did that storyline. Yes. Like, oh look, Eddie is Dominic's real dad. Wait, no, he's not. And we get a paternity test for her brother, and that goes away. Wow, that was awful. That was at peak bad Vince McMahon time plus the pandemic combined. That was really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to live that time over again. So, yeah, if you compare this Raw to all that, the Raw was perfectly fine. But like I said, I don't want perfectly fine for three hours. That's too long. And you know how I told you I was going to watch it without commercials? Yeah. (sighs) Stupid me. I put a pizza in the oven and I started it on time. So I sat through every (laughs) stupid commercial. That's how I saw that FS1 commercial so many times. I've never seen more more FS1 commercials in my life. So. There you go. Wow. There you go. Well, you survived to tell the story. Yep. It's so great. Okay. Well, are we done? Is that it? Oh, yeah. We're done. Everybody, we we watched a lot of wrestling this weekend and reviewed it for you. So please go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and become a patron, even at the just the $5 level. Seriously, so many shows to listen to. 
You get enough stuff to listen to every day. It's insane. So go get it. Enjoy it. And I believe that's our show, everybody. Um, Ooyaka. Thank you, Hamna Mahama, for filling in for Liar Larry. Thank you, listeners. It just was alliteration. It didn't mean anything. (laughs) Thank you, listeners. Liar Larry listeners. We appreciate it. Until next time. Bye, everybody.